Welcome to episode 49 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Every week we take one horror movie and cut it to pieces with our internet words of, of dexterity. <laughs> dexterity. Together, we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. And I would just like to thank everyone, all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. And we show that appreciation by shouting out to people who interact interact with us online and help us out to grow. People like, I love this name. Dave's Video Graveyard on WOW FM. Yes. I know. Which, coincidentally... I was on. You were on. Yes. Are you going to tell, tell me about that a little bit? Um, or so the viewers. Or the was, listeners. It called. was listeners. So, yeah, I got to go on and I talked about my top 10 favorite films, which was the hardest... It's like the Sophie's Choice of Films because I didn't want to just do all these horror films. Yeah. But then I was trying to, like, handpick certain films from my childhood that were kind of really it's always hard like that whole top you know top list do you do it on like what is important to you or what you feel is important to the world that's your that's your breakdown because there's you could just be like these are my guilty pleasure films these are the films that you know shaped my life these are the films that i absolutely love it's like so many different so and you get five Oh, my God, it took me forever. And I had to sort of handpick because that's all I did as a kid. You know, I'd go down to my, like, stepdad, uh, sorry, my dad's house for the, the weekend and he'd take us to the video shop. We'd grab, like, seven movies. The weekly, like, you yeah. know, blocks. and that's what we would do. But we'd always watch the same films. So a lot of those films were on the list because they were the films that I watched the most and oh, sort yeah. of helped me love film. If mine was, like, my most watched film as a kid, it'd be true. It'd be Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, nice. And Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger. Sinbad. I loved that. <laughs> it was one of those, you know, those, like, uh, Clash of the Titan films yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, they're great. Um, we also, so, check out Dave's Video Graveyard, which I assume is also, it's also a podcast or yeah. in a YouTube channel. Sorry. YouTube? Does he have YouTube? Well, he's he has yeah. a podcast. I he's know. definitely got YouTube as well. Yeah. Anyway, check it out, people. Um, also, like to thank Dion Cracknell, Rob Hardy, Linda Flav- Flavel, Favel, Favel, and Adam Gillespie. Thank you very much. That's some of the people that re- uh, you know interacted with us over the week. Yeah, I'd like to point out that Linda Favel is my mum, and she does not listen. Is that <laughs> she, your mum? That's my mum. She likes everything. I didn't know that. She's very supportive. Um. Straight on to our fun fact. So my fun fact for the week is I have worked in two sex shops in my life. <laughs> um, that's the fact. <laughs> uh, I first got the first one was on Heine Street in a beautiful shop, which is no longer there, called The Box. <laughs> <laughs> it was right next to The Crazy Horse. So oh uh, the girls of The Crazy Horse got their industry discount. I did yep. that in inverted air commas. Sure. Uh, yeah, and I got that job there because my mate worked there who um, he – also worked there because his mate got him the job and coincidentally those two dudes ended up being the people who started Pulp Fiction Comics. Sure. So, like, Pulp Fiction, all three of us that worked at Pulp Fiction Comics started in this sex shop. That's hmm. how we met each other. Interesting. Um, we, I know. And then the second one was, um, and this this is like, so I'm going to go into a diatribe of the next couple of months of sex, sex uh, shop stories. So there are... Many. I well, yeah. I can imagine that working in a sex shop would have its own deal. Yeah, 
plethora of it's interesting retail, stories. But it's and retail with the most unique customers ever. And yeah. you get some lady, like, oh man, I, I will go into some. I would of them. like to hear more. My, I'm, yeah, my, my, they're not going to be fun facts. They're just going to be Dan's Little exploration stories. down the sex shop rabbit hole. That sounds great. Um, and the second one was, uh, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, it was just another one. I needed work. I, I went there. I had another sex shop on my resume, and then it's like, cool, you hired straight away. Ah. But we will get into the nitty gritties of them. Oh, I cannot wait. in later episodes. Sex cells. <laughs> oh man, I wrote down like I, I started writing a book about it. I would imagine that that would make for a good book. Yeah, but then um, I actually got robbed. No, I sold my computer at that time and forgot to get the book off of it. No, so yeah. someone else has published your book. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. What's your fun fact? Uh, well, I didn't have a fun fact about myself this week, so I'm going to give you a fun fact about my cat. Well, you own the cat, so this is your fact. Well, yeah, well, it's I'm like the stepmother of the cat. Um, so I have a cat called Catface, and she won't shit in a litter box at all. Um, she will poop on the floor right next to the litter box on the tiles, or she'll poop in the shower, but never in the litter box. Why? I don't know. You must have conditioned her somewhere how to do that. Well, I've Did only Did you buy known... the wrong rocks? No, litter? no. She likes the litter box. It's fine. This is Liz's cat, so she's conditioned this cat to do so many things. I don't know. She's always been like that, apparently. Just never. It's literally just next to it, very very neatly next to it on the tiles, so at least it's not on carpet or just in random spots around the yeah. house. So it's easy to clean up. Um, but she also calls, uh, if you whistle to her, she'll come running. Weird. Yeah. Um, at least it's cat poos, and we all know that they just kind of like little little. Uh, droplets, you know, they're the little. Um, they're not bad. Yeah, you can pick them up and just do a wipe down with a, you know, yeah. a ch-ch-ch and you it's usually done. Usually, just I spray it with bleach, give it, a, it's fine. But you know, when you when you're really tired and you, all you want to do is just have a really quick shower and get into bed, and you walk in, and you're just like, God damn, I've got to clean up cat shit now. And then all of a sudden, you're cranky. So your fact is that your cat is a rogue shitter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> all right, let's move into our spoiler cause. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch, and then we go through it scene by scene and spoil. The fuck out of it for you. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs, and compound fractures. Ooh. We have a scoring system. Yes. Um, which Jen will now go over. I will. Yes. So for those of you playing at home, we've got the A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got the U, underrated. G, good for its time, but it's not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, the D, Dan special. We've got the W, whatever. Um, <laughs> just making that sounds great. Uh, we've got the Kesha, the low budget hot mess. And the newly appointed C minus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. The craft is stellar, but I hate the content. Mm. Wonder why I put a new. Yeah, I wonder why I added a new one. And then, of course, we have the cream of the crap, the McConaughey, the fucking fucked. We watched it, so you don't have to. So this week we watched, so you don't have to, is the <laughs> <laughs> the loved ones from two thousand and nine. This is Jen. This is your pick from yes. last week. Um, give us its vital statistics. All right. So this is an Australian horror film. Um, Which I didn't know and I started, which I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I like a good Aussie horror. Uh, it's written and directed by Sean Seen or Sean, whatever. It's Sean. Sean. Uh, Sean Byrne. Um, he also directed another film called The Devil's Candy, which is quite a good film starring Ethan Embry uh, mm. from Empire Records. Uh, the film stars uh, Xavier Samuels, who was in Twilight. That's 
the best I could find. Apparently, he's been in a couple of things. Like Braden knew who he was. Oh, okay. Who I worked with, Braden. Same age. Yeah. Uh, Robin McLevy, John Brumpton, Jessica McNamee, who is Sonya Blade in the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie. Excellent. Yep. Uh, It had a budget of $4 million, but unfortunately, the box office was only about $358,000. That's a hard fail. But this film has received critical, it received critical acclaim in the Americas and is now considered to be a cult classic. Yeah, maintain cult classic status. Yes. So some fun facts for you. This was filmed in only four weeks. Yep. It's a pretty good That's turnover. pretty, I mean, that's not, so what's a normal, like, shooting, like, six weeks, seven weeks, eight I, weeks? Shooting's very quick, apparently, but it's all the editing and the post-production that yeah. takes forever. Um, John Jarrett actually turned down the role of, uh, who is known as Daddy. I just called him Dad. Uh, um, to avoid being typecast, and <laughs> as we all know, John Jarrett only goes to things dressed as Mick Taylor now, so he... Is just Mick Taylor. Yeah, he really, uh, he didn't want to get typecast yet. He just grabbed onto one character and became him. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so the epitome of, of, of typecasting. Uh, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Carrie are two films that have been um, referenced as heavy, um, what's the word? Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, for, for this film as well. And uh, young Xavier Samuels, he has no more dialogue after the 27 minute mark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does, if you count, like, pig squealing. <laughs> well, they're not really words. Wow, that was some squeals as well. They were. They're amazing. We'll get into it. What's, so, its, um, what's its synopsis? What's its tagline of Sinopo? Don't break her heart. Oh, why not? Well, you'll find out. So, Lola Stone asked Brent Mitchell to the prom, but Brent said no, and now he's screwed. That's very Australian. Yeah. Uh, what happens when Lola doesn't get what she wants? She enlists Daddy's help to throw a prom of her own where she is queen and Brent is king, whether he likes it or not. The loved ones is what happens when puppy love goes horribly, violently wrong. Brent should have said yes. No, he shouldn't have. <laughs> well, you can, he can do whatever he wants. He can say no if he wants. All right. Start her up. Start her up, Jen. All right. So getting into it, the film starts um, black screen. You get the radio station changing. So, you know, the the switching between channels, which most people don't understand now as well, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, because you don't really do that anymore, do you? We don't really use that. Um, But this is out. This is rural Australia we're talking about here. This is a small town. They only have AM. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing but AM. No, I am all day. Uh, it's very it's ABC radio. Very sort of eighties uh, Dio Dokken type, you know, power ballad music comes on, um, and we get this small town montage. So you know, this crazy railway lines, small streets, and uh, we get the title sequence pop up: the loved ones. Uh, we see a car driving down a country road, and a dad and son. Brent, dad's rocking the fuck out. To, to this music and, yeah, he's and like, Brent's he's, just having a bit of a laugh. He's like cool dad. You yeah. know that kind of dad? He the dad is like, is like hasn't really grown up, like no. still holding on to his like rock out pub roots. Yes. Yeah. Like, and he, he seems like a cool dad. They've got a great relationship. Um, Brent's driving the car and dad's just sort of sitting there and, you know, Brent's just, they're having a chat and he's like, oh, your, your car's a piece of shit, dad. You should get a better car. And he's like, you were conceived in the back of this car, yeah, mate. Yeah. You know, it's just that general. Dad dad lights up a ciggy. He does. And Brent's not okay with it. He he's looks, like, looks at him judgmental. He's like, what? 
your mother, you know, she smokes uh, the occasional. So you don't think I don't know about that. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brent has not paid attention. <gasps> Look out. Look out. There is a, a half-naked man standing in the road with a love heart carved into his chest. Right. Uh, he's all bloodied up and it's gross. And Brent swerves to miss him and fuck, he wrecks into a tree. Yep, they crash. Bang. Black. End of scene. Six months later. School is out for summer, guys. Uh, everyone at the school leaves because it's, you know, end of school term and everyone's happy heading out into the into the world. It's great. Um, Ooh. Ooh. What was that? I don't know. Uh, so Brent's there uh, at his locker and he's dealing weed with his friend Jamie. Is his name Jamie? His name is Jamie. Nah, not for me. Not for you. I called him weeds because his <laughs> character only smokes weed in this film pretty much yes he is a little bit nerdy um but ultimately seems like a nice at first i was confused in the scene i didn't know if it was just like I, and i and this scene obviously you uh you take from this scene that you know life didn't go well after the car crash he started no. hitting, hitting the devil's lettuce he did so brent is looking very haggard his hair is long and scraggly he's got like bags under his eyes he's what he's, he's dry, very pale. dry lips yeah he so he's a, you know he's not taking good care of himself doesn't he's, have any blistex he, no get some mugu i tell you what and then we cut to slow-mo punk babe straight out of set of heartbreak eye it's true so jamie starts talking about the party so there is a party tonight. There is a dance. So oh, it's yep. a dance. Um, Brent isn't keen to party. He's just going to smoke at home and hang out. Um, and then, yeah. We, we cut to this. Like, we bah, cut bah, to. Bah, 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 like, we slow. Cu- so she's like all dressed in black. She has dyed black hair. She has like the, you know, the eye, the black eye makeup. Yeah. She has a nose ring. If you can imagine, she looks exactly like Hex from when Good Game originally, when she first yeah, got onto Good Game. Very much like, so. Very much. If you're a good game, video game person. Yeah. Um, you and know, straight black hair. She's basically borderlining punk and goth. Yeah, she's like a semi, I'd call her a semi-goth hottie. Like, she's pretty cute. She's like, she's Abby Tucker from Heartbreaker. Yeah, pretty much. You know, your your girl crush. Yep. Um, and Jamie, he sort of stands there. He's mousy. He's clearly got a hard crush on her. Yeah, well, well um, she's quite good looking. And he, yeah, well, she's very good looking. And he looks like he's uh, having a bit of a, bit of a moment to himself. And he kind of, uh, he, he runs off. Yeah, so he, Brent sort of eggs him on to go, actually go talk yeah, to her. Yeah, go talk to her, mate. And he runs off and we get this this moment of like, you know, Brent's back to doing his locker and uh, Jamie just jumps out from the hallway and he's like, she said yes. She said yes. He's, so he's excited. He has taken her to the dance. Is it the, do they say dance or prom? I couldn't remember. I called it prom the whole time because I couldn't remember what they referred to it. As. So it's the school dance. dance. End of year four. Dance. It's the end of year formal. But to market it to America, I think, throughout the marketing process, they've referred to it as prom because that's what America has. Oh, so they did say prom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then we get Brent. He's still, he's still fucking around with his locker. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have this brown hair girl walk up to him. Yeah, long, she, long brown hair, just she's normal. Very sheepish girl. kind of looking. She's very wallflower, very sort of plain Jane, no makeup like all the other girls that we've seen. She's in a pink t-shirt, and, at, and at this, she, she seems timid. And at this point, we, um, I think maybe even um, uh, Brent's talked about he's he's going to go with Holly, yeah, to the prom. Yeah, so Holly's his girlfriend. We haven't met her yet, no. but now this girl comes up and she's like, "Will you go to the prom with me?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I'm go- going with my girlfriend Holly," which is yeah. basically the whole scene. 
And she kind of just sort of stands there for a second. We get this shot of her just standing there, like looking he, like he's like sorry. She doesn't even look heartbroken. She kind of looks mad. Oh, she he, he kind of goes sorry about that, and he just walks, grabs his backpack and walks off. And yeah, we get this shot of like a, a long shot of her just standing there, mm. like she's just kind of like almost perplexed. Yeah, and like what? What like, do you? Why wouldn't you say what, yes why, to me? me? <laughs> she Tim Allen's at him. So Brent walks out and he meets up with Holly. Um, Holly is his lovely lady friend and she's just recently got her peas. Yeah. So she's going to drive him home. But first they start making out in the car because that's what you do. And she's asking him who has asked him to dance. Because he's like, he's, he's pretty good looking. So he's obvious. She's like the girlfriend. She's like, obviously knows the girls are going to ask him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably used to be really cute until he started to let himself become disheveled. Fuck yeah. with. Um, he's kind of extorting her a little bit for sexy times and titties because you know, I he's not going to tell her, and she's like, "But tell me, and I'll take my boobs out." You know, and then yeah, we get this real awkward like we do teen, we get teen sex, sex scene, scene in a car in a Volkswagen wagon. Yeah, so Brent, uh, she takes off Brent's shirt, and uh, we see some cuts on Brent's body. Um, and he's wearing a razor blade necklace. Yeah, he wears like a ra- which I'm pretty sure those razor blade necklaces aren't razor blades. They're just like for show razor blades. Yeah, although I think Brent's probably made this one himself, so he's clearly experiencing some kind of mental health he's, issues. He's doing some self harm. He's he's having a really yeah, he killed his dad. Really rough time. Um, yep. I felt like a real perv in this scene, being an old dude watching real young kids kiss heaps and get their gear out and touch each other up. I was like, oh. It's hard. And this is the conversation that I was having recently with someone because you imagine, so this film is immortalized in that year. So in 2009, these people are actually, I mean, they're meant to be teens, but they're actually in, they're probably about my age now. So like in their mid thirties. But it does feel a bit awkward watching people, even though we are technically the same age, watching people back then now that they're younger. I don't like, you know me, I don't you like You just when, don't and like And they're just saying, like, well, young kids do it. And anyhow, they, they're steaming up the windows they and really shit are. of their Volkswagen because it's, you know, the sexiest thing to ever have sex in, like in clerks, like the most <laughs> like sex the, they're in a very the uncomfortable <laughs> position, like the back of a Volkswagen. Exactly. Um, and then we see watching them... Outside is brown-haired girl just staring, watching them bang. Yeah, Lola's there. She's she's watching it happen, and she is not impressed. Oh, yeah, he mentions it to her that Lola, he doesn't Lola Stone, that yet. doesn't he say it here? Not yet. Oh, well, it doesn't yep. matter. Um, anyway, so they've had their like, end of that scene. You know, seven seconds in heaven, and uh, Holly drops Brent off, and they they talk a little bit about Brent's mum not being cool with Holly having her license. Obviously, of course. Brent's like, mum now has a phobia of Brent being in cars. Which is he... fair. Um, so they make plans for the dance and she she drops the L-bomb. She says, I love Lesbians? you. Lesbians? Lesbians, <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, he doesn't reciprocate those words and instead he gets out of the car. His and... lips were too chapped. He just couldn't say it. Exactly. He gets out of the car and he's like, Lola Stone asked me to the dance. Oh, that's where he mentions. Yeah, that's where he mentions it. So then we cut to him. And she doesn't care. It's just like it's almost like a joke. Like they're yeah. kind of like, "Oh, Stone asked me," and she's like, "Oh, why don't you go with her then?" Yeah. Or so, so you Lola Stone. Yeah, she's clearly the the not cool girl at school. She's probably the weird horse girl. Yeah, she would have been into horses. Definitely. I can see it. Yeah. Uh, um, anyhow, we cut to Brent. He's in his room. He's listening to metal. Yes. He's a metal dude. Of course he is. Because he's got. 
emotions. Mm-hmm. He's got dark, brooding emotions. If he didn't become a metal dude, he would have become Batman. <laughs> so <laughs> Quite possibly, but he clearly doesn't have the money for that. Uh, his mum comes or in. Or fruit Batman because he's Australian. <laughs> sure. Doesn't have the impact, does it? No, it doesn't. I don't think, actually, I don't even think Batman has an impact. We've heard it so much now. It's true. I'm Batman. Fruit Batman. Fruit Batman. Uh, she is also clearly not okay. She she walks in. She's in a robe. The mum. She looks disheveled. Yeah. She's clearly not okay after the husband has died, and their relationship is strained. Yeah, she's permanently in a robe. She doesn't get you know. She doesn't wear makeup. She yep. doesn't uh, get ready. She yep. stays in a robe all day. She just she pensively looks window out the window and looks day. out, and she just had a break a breakdown basically. Yep. And she's afraid of cars. Yes. Or she's afraid of her son going back into a car. So they have a, a brief argument about uh, Holly driving and he she offers them money for a cab. They He's like, but like, well, what's the point? Because I'll still be in a car, way, I'm still going to be in a car. Yeah. And that's fair. And he gets up and he storms out. He's not happy. So him and his dog, his beautiful dog, head out for a metal-fueled walk. Yeah, this is like... Metal music over. Yeah, it's it. like this is a slow mo like, walk. He's pulled off his necklace and he's, he's like razor blade. Neck, he's holding, holding his it fist. tight. And blood's dripping down his hand and he's fighting back some tears because he's not going to cry. Uh, we get this brief cut to Holly and she's standing in front of the mirror in her underwear. She's in her house. In, a in home. her house. Yep. You're not at school. Still. You know, um, she's just kind of looking at herself in the mirror. I don't. Maybe contemplating why he didn't say I love you back. Contemplating, am I better than Lola Stone? Clearly, I am. It's a weird scene, but sure. Yeah. Well, I, I just I just assume that this scene was put in there for that whole uh, thing of the questioning of of a teen girl, like questioning her own body. Yeah. You know, looking at it, like, like yeah, trying to work out why she, yeah, why just looking at it. Basically, she's in a bra and knickers, hmm. knickers, panties, underwear. <laughs> what are they called? Underwear. Underwear. What are knickers then? No, well, knickers are yeah, your panty kind of underwear. I just and call them underwear because I wear. do not like the word panties. Well, isn't that? And I don't like knickers. Isn't at some stage it becomes like little kids wear panties? No. Or knickers? No, knickers. yeah, little kids wear knickers. knickers. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to work out which porn stars wear wear panties. Okay, cool. Yeah, panties. Panties. Yes. Yeah, she's got her underduds on. <laughs> Underoos. <laughs> um. So Brent, we cut back to Brent. He's now in a quarry. And he starts climbing some rocks. This is very Australian. Like yeah. people are just like, where is he? Yeah, because like this, this is a country town. Like, the it's the next street over it, from it, his and house. it's also yeah, it's surrounded by scrub. Yeah, and quarry or not even. I don't think it's even a quarry. I just think it's a scrub with like it's because it's not flat Australia. It's like quite yeah. hilly. So my mum has one of these in her backyard. Yeah, yeah. So this could have been filmed in my mum's backyard. And he starts, you know, he starts doing some bare-handed, non-roped rock climbing because he doesn't care because no. he he kind of wants to fall. He he's, does. And he's like, you know, he's doing it. It's up to a slight cliff as well. So it's like, you know, it's sharp. It's it, it's still pretty good to climb, though. That's right. Mm. So he starts climbing up and uh, he, you know, he holds on tight and he kind of starts to lean back. On purpose. On yeah. purpose. Kind so of like just almost like, you know, contemplating suicide kind of thing. Like if, I, he gives, like, if I just let go, everything's going to be fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can get away from all this crap. Yep. He zens out. But he slips and all of a sudden he's brought back to, oh, fuck, I don't want to actually fall. And he grabs on with dear life and he struggles to pull himself up to the top of the the cliff. Showing that he does have something to live for. He still has some fight in him. That's great. He climbs to the top and he smokes a cone. He does. He kind (laughs) of, he lays down on the grass and his dog comes and lays with him. He's got his dog, which is, what sort of dog was it? What sort of dog? Is it a stuff? Is this a dog? Is this an Aussie dog? It's like a red heel or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a red. It's his mate. 
Beautiful dog. Yeah, Beautiful dog. it's an, a typical Australian mate dog. Yep. Mate dog. So he starts smoking some weed and listening to metal. Meanwhile, his mum is, she's sitting at home in front of the window smoking some cigarettes. She's just kind of, I feel that she's just waiting for that cop car to rock up and say that, you know, your son is dead. Yeah, yeah. She's always waiting for that call again because yeah. she's already had that call once. Yeah, and we cut back to Brent. He's still sitting there smoking weed. And then we cut back to mum. She's now sitting by the phone. Waiting. Waiting. For him. Yes. Um, so she doesn't do much with that. As this is happening, the dog starts barking, but it's a very muffled bark to indicate to us that Brent can't actually hear. Because he's, he's, he's got his earphones on. He's listening to his Parkway Drives. He's he's angry. Oh, is it Parkway Drive? I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's listening to his beats. He's trying to think of some American, uh, some Australian metal. I can't think of any Australian metal. Force Fed 9? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, and then Brent's phone starts to ring. And I think he's he's st- sitting there contemplating picking it up, um, and someone we see someone walking up behind him. Oh, who is this ominous figure we behind don't Brent? Know. Some guy in a tradie outfit, and he, as he goes to answer the phone, in yakers, he's in yak. He's in his hard yakers. Hard yakers. Hard yaks. Uh, he is taken. Brent is taken from behind, and he is chloroformed. <laughs> he's, taken from he's taken from behind. He's chloroformed. They they ragged him. Yep. So his mum kind of hears this muffled this like. Is all- Call on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. This is all out of like, we don't know who's grabbing this guy. No, we don't. He's all blurred out. What's going on? So as there's a a very minimal struggle, um, his phone is unfortunately kicked over the side of the quarry and he is dragged off and we see a ute speeding off down the road. Yeah, so Brent has been put in the ute. Mm. Something's not looking good for Brent. And we cut to weeds. (laughs) Weeds smoking in his car. It's funny, he's smoking weed in his car. He's smoking some weed in his car. You know, he's he's getting all into it and stuff. There's some music playing. It's like a montage of weed smoking. He gets out the car. He sprays himself off with some toilet spray. So he's trying to hide the fact that he's just been smoking. Well, his name's Weed. (laughs) Um, He gets out the car. He's dressed for prom. Or he's kind of dressed for prom. He's got one of those, like, prom, you know, the tuxedo tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah, he's got, like, a tan suit, like, pants and jacket. And a tuxedo t-shirt. And a tuxedo t-shirt. So he's clearly put a lot of effort. He's also got that very 2009 sort of swept hair. He's got like a Bieber haircut. The emo hair kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Bieber. He's a a big old Bieber. He's a believer. Um, He's there to pick up Heartbreak High. Yep. Which is her name from now on. And she she just comes running out of the house to sort of meet him. She doesn't want. She's wearing like a black. It's short. She's wearing a short black outfit. So she's rebelling. She looks like she's in a negligee. Basically, she looks like she's. <laughs> she looks like she's wearing like a nighty. Yeah, is that yeah. a petticoat? No, a black petticoat. She's wearing. <laughs> Anyhow, she comes out. She's all broody. She's like, and this character, she is like quite broody. She is quite. She doesn't talk. She doesn't look people in the eye. Yeah. She looks down a lot of the time. She doesn't answer stuff. She's like, you know, she's the kind of person that like you ask her a question and you're just like, did I just say something wrong? No matter what you say. Yeah. So she's always looking for, but she's um. You know, the mum comes out and she's like, Dad wants a photo before you go. Yeah, and the family dog comes running out and aggressively starts sniffing at uh, Jamie's at crush. At Weed's dick. Yes. And, and then his dad comes out and his dad, her dad is a, is a cop. He's a is cop. He's a town cop. And, of course, of course, it's a drug dog. Yeah. That's what I thought. Drug right, sniffing dog. Yeah. Um, and then they get their pre-prom, pre-dance photo and they leave. And she's she, a massive dick to her parents as she well. She doesn't smile. She's she's just a 
so you're getting the idea at this point. You kind of, I got the idea that she's like rebelling against her dad's authority, kind of thing. That's kind of what I got at first. I know later that's not what it was. Yeah. But like that's what I got. I was like, okay, so she's you know small town. Your dad's the cop, and she's just like that's why she's gone all like she's all yeah. broodmeister. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we cut to so they go off to the dance, and we see we now cut to Brent's mum. She's out walking near where Brent was, so this is clearly somewhere she knows that he always goes, and it is literally probably on the other side of their house. Yeah, it's probably just their, their backyard that yeah. goes down into like some scrub and stuff like that. So she's looking around. Brent, where are you, mate? <laughs> it's not her voice at all. That is not her voice at all. Then we cut to Holly. Yep, she's rocking up in a Volkswagen. Uh, to pick Brent up for the prom. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and no one's answering the door, but Brent's mum comes running from behind her. Have you seen Brent? Yeah, so she's come back from looking for him. Have you seen him? He's like, no. Then we cut to Heartbreak High and Weeds in the car for a while. <laughs> yep, so she's looking absolutely miserable and pout. Like, she is She is pouty. She, you could, Why you did could, she even go? I don't know. You could, drop, she, you could trip over her bottom lip at this point. She is just so like... Mm, no eye contact. No, nah. and he tries to make conversation, and uh, she she just turns to him. And she asks for you know, can I have some of the weed that you've been smoking? And he's like, Yeah, it's in my pocket. That's why your dog was sniffing my nuts. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It just, it and just yeah, starts not, to not get be, awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she says like my horrible stuff. What you think I'm going to suck your dick or something? Like he fully didn't insinuate that at all. But she no. always goes to the worst possible. Yeah, she. I think yeah. Other stuff was said, and she just sort of attacks him, which you know, it's it's it was awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. You know. And now we cut to the uh, the car that kidnapped Brent rocking up at the hot wing shop for yeah, some chicken. Some chicken. Oh man, I saw this and just went, oh, I love. I'm I'm thinking it now. Yeah. Do you know how much I love fried chicken? Can we do a, a separate podcast about just me eating fried chicken? Because I <laughs> love it. Can we just do – we can do a YouTube channel and I'll actually – because I don't like having my face in things. It'll just be you and me sitting there eating fried chicken and then just laying on the floor well, wailing. Your face can still be in it. I know. I, I will allow it <laughs> oh. because it's fried chicken. And I'm not allowed to eat fried chicken. That's why I love me it so neither. much. Me <laughs> neither. <laughs> We're both – yeah, you, we'd both just shit ourselves. Yeah. Maybe you could just eat fried chicken and then the end of the video is just us shitting ourselves and I'm sure it'll be a, uh, it'll be a TikTok sensation. There'll it be, will. There'll be people f- chickening and shitting. Like, I'll learn about TikTok it'll just be called, for that. It'll get abbreviated to TNS <laughs> and then we'll be like the TNS twins and that's then great. we'll be famous and then we'll be not famous because that's TikTok. That's very true. But, but as long as we can make some money in the meantime. I don't think people even make – I think TikTok is purely you make fame and then it goes and that's the addiction of the fame. That, well, I want to monetize I don't that. know that. But I'm going to sit actual... there and shit my, shit my pants eating a bunch of fried chicken. I want some money. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. Well, actually, I really like fried chicken, so I'll do it for free. <laughs> if someone pays for the fried chicken, so if anyone out there. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start a Patreon and you can all pay for us to eat fried chicken. And it has to be uh, Korean fried chicken as well. Oh, I do like Korean fried chicken. Anyway. Even just chicken shop chicken. Get some nah, peas and gravy. Yeah, I do like that. But like, if I have an option, I'm always yeah. going to go, yeah. Well, of course you're going to go that. Anyhow. Anyway. Um, we, we cut to Holly <laughs> and her mum. They're kind of trying to call Brent on his phone. And they're like, he's not picking up. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing my, like, my whatever Australian no, accent. No, I love it. It's Even great. though I have an Australian accent. Because you're Australian. Yeah, but I yeah. just like to dig it up. And this Anyhow. is the worst because we hear some whimpering from yeah, outside. Fucked. And... It's they open the door and it's the dog and it the dog's been hurt. 
and it's yeah, not Yeah, the dog okay. is like coming in. It's all on the ground. It's be- it, I, at first I wrote in here, the dog's all beaten up. So obviously the kidnapper who got yeah. Brent fucked the dog up, which is instantly uncool. So straight away they have in, they have because they know Australians love their dogs. Yes. Their doggos. Yeah. Um, so they're instilling straight away. I'm like, oh, this is who I'm hating. In mm-hmm. this film. Yeah, I was basically like, yeah, fuck those shitholes. Yeah. This could have ended with, like, Brent waking up now and then killing those people. And now I would he's have been... John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's all you need. You yeah. need the death. I, um, I am really susceptible to animal violence in stuff so much that I actually started to tear up with the moment I saw that dog there. And I'm like, please, yeah. please don't take it any further. And they didn't, which was nice. It was kind of, They never showed the dog again. They mention the dog. No, they do. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. It's fine. Yeah, because this is where, like, I straight out, I cried because I don't like seeing animals getting hurt and that dog was adorable and I'm getting upset thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyhow, we cut to Cop Dad. I called him Cop Dad because he's a cop of the town and he's, he's, he's heartbreaked by his dad. Well, yeah. Cop Dad. Cop Dad. He's in bed with his, with his uh, Sheila. Yep. And uh, the phone rings, and it's the time when everyone has a phone next to their fucking bed. Yep. He wakes up. He's a guy, and she's, and you can tell he's talking to uh, Brent's, Brent's mum, and he's yep. like, you know, Brent's done this before. He's fucked off and that. And then he's like, he 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 hears. She says something to him. He says, "What do you mean they stabbed the dog?" Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, and then he like, what? Yep. They stabbed it. Like and it wasn't even just like kicked up. They stabbed it. No. And then we get this yeah. Then we get to this scene. Horrible which... scene of Holly and she's driving the dog in the car to the vet. To the vet without and, the mum. But the dog is just sort of the, you can hear the breathing and it's wheezing and it gets lower and lower and then it stops and then she stops the car. And she I, goes, the dog I has died. I cried. And then she cries. And then I had to leave the room for a minute. And and then I wrote a note in here saying, fuck this film <laughs> in my notes. Oh, Any time there's a dog in a film, a horror film, I'm just like, fuck. So get um, get comfortable in your chairs because not much more happy comes in this film until the, about the last minute of this there film. There is no more happy in this film. If anything, shit's about to escalate. Um, <laughs> so Jamie and Mia rock up at the dance. No, weeds and heartbreak. Sorry, weeds and heartbreak rock up at the dance. And he, he kind of tries to be smooth, but, he, you know, he, he gets out of the car. He goes to sort of like jump over the bonnet. This like, was funny. Yeah, and he kind of slips and falls off the car. Yeah, he's Which is cool. hilarious. And he we- goes to open her door, but she refuses to get out. Yeah, she's still being like Captain Cuntox to him. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's our quick scene. There's a lot of cutbacks to fucking weeds and heartbreak. Yes, there um, is. Cut, cut, we cut back to the kidnapping ute, I called yep. it. So it's driving down the road, and this is a country road. So there is no houses. There's not suburbia. There's but, just nothingness. And, uh, um, it, it and we see it passes a dead possum. The car stops. It reverses. It A door opens, and we see someone snatch up the possum. Dead possum. And then we cut to... For those who don't know what possums are, like my Uber Eats driver the other day, who was a possum outside, like, like uh, attacking another possum, having a possum brawl. Oh. And uh, he goes, what is that? And I'm like, it's a possum. Yeah. It's some possum. He goes, what is a possum? And I went, it's a tree cat. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. No, that's fair. I'd like to point out that Australian possums are way cuter than American possums. The mm. American well, possums we got, are terrifying. We got ringtails and we got uh, brush tails. Mm. So this was a brush tail, so they're quite bigger than a yeah. ring. You know the ringies that you, they're in the um, the parklands in the city? Mm-hmm. They're quite small. Where the, the other, the, yeah, the other ones are quite big. Anyway, yeah. 
Tree cat. Yep. So we get this POV shot of just some headlights driving down a very long dirt driveway. So we are under the impression that wherever Brent is now, because he is in the ute, it's a fair distance yeah, away from yeah. anything. I reckon it's about 20 minutes out of town. Probably 20 minutes out of town and then another 10 minutes down the fucking dirt road. No, I think 20. Um, 20 minutes is fairly far on dirt roads. So you drive really quick. Oh, this I hate my, uh, yeah, This is my, uh, you know, my... my Spending a lot of time in Sejuna. You know this shit. Um, so the, the, the ute pulls up at a very secluded sort of farmhouse. It seems quite small, um, probably like one big room and a couple of bedrooms, and that's about it. And we get a shot from the back of the ute as a man. He's uh, got a very, very nice comb over. Yep. Um, he kind of looks very sort of... We haven't seen this character yet. No, the he's new. His to- face is very surprised all the time. He kinda, He's very wide-eyed. Yeah. And he uncovers Brent in the back of the ute. He's all fucked up. He is fucked up. And Lola stands next to the, the man. So Lola, for, so in case you don't know who Lola is, she's the girl that asked Brent to the prom at the yep. start. And she starts to stress out because he looks dead. He goes, and she says something funny like, you, 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 you fuck, you, 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 you broke ruined it. it. You ruined it. You ruined it. She's such a whingy little, little bitch. She's a princess. She is a princess. And I'd like to point out that it's really uncomfortable. She looks a lot like one of my ex-girlfriends who was crazy. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, um. She's credited in the thing as Lola, inverted commas, Princess, Princess. Stone. Yeah. Um, which I didn't think that needed to be in there. Yeah. Her name's Lola Stone. Anyhow, this is Dad. We're introduced to Dad. Yes. Or Daddy. Yes, Daddy. Um, and that's it. That's what we've always called for the rest of the thing. Exactly. Dad. Um, he starts searching for a heartbeat and he, uh, on Brent and he finds one. He's like, ah, he's all right. And then she wants in on the action, so she comes and rests her head on his chest and she's like, boom, 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 boom. So we get this uh, sense that she's, that crap, crazy. Yeah, she's that like she's kind of that that crazy, which is every um, she's fatal attraction. Yeah, but yeah, what well, every er, she's living this like fantasy, and no matter what's happening around her, she's always in it. So yeah. she's playing the pink prissy princess yes, team. No matter what's princess. happening around her, she is always that. Yeah. Like, and uh, and she's very good at acting at this oh actress. My gosh, she's so good. And now, so hard good. cut. To Casey Chambers. Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> uh, um, uh, over a montage of like teen girls stuff. Yeah, So this dolls. is obviously Lola's kind of bedroom. She yep. has like, you know, Smash Hits magazine cut out <laughs> like, of, you know, boys. But all the boys' bodies, all the heads have been removed. Um, she's got some dolls and then the male dolls have all their faces have been bandaged up as well. So... No, oh, I didn't notice stuff like that. Yeah. So she's she starts uh, pulling out a scrapbook and we get this this whole deranged fairy tale kind of thing. So drawings of a castle, uh, Prince Charming, um, and then, you know, we see her with Brent's picture and she's drawing a love heart on him and uh, sticking it in that notebook and she... It's a scrapbook, as in scrapbooking. Yeah. yeah. And as, as we know, scrapbooking may be the most dastardly thing anyone can do in the world. <laughs> like, Yes. And I'm like, there's so much scrapbooking in this. There is. She's, she's real big on that scrapbooking and uh, from that we definitely get the sense that... Her room's full of pink. It's, yeah. like, you know, not too, like, little kid princessy. She's just like... It's almost as if this bedroom has not changed. She's stopped at like a maybe age, eight, thirteen, or yeah. yeah. Um, it is basically the uh, the the manifestation in reality of the Casey of Casey Chambers. <laughs> like, and anyway, we get that yep. idea. Anyway, the dad comes into the room and he gives her a bag which yep. has her like 
uh, prom dress and shoes in it as a gift, and she's like, "Oh, daddy, blah blah blah." Yeah, but daddy's little princess. And uh, she um she puts it on, and we get the dad sneaking well, yeah. a peek at her. Well, he goes to leave. He's like, she's like, "Oh." Let me know what you think. And he goes to leave and she's like, no, no, just let me know what you think. She immediately undresses. We get the shot of her taking off her clothes. We see her in her her bra and her knickers. And her he's he's looking at her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and these are like Aussie knickers as well. These yeah. aren't like, you know, sexy like no, these Victoria's are, Secrets These are anything. probably you bought a 10-pack at Coles for The $5. elastic's gone in the bum <laughs> on them. But their dad, yeah, there is he's, this like distinctively cut shot of the dad like and these sh- close-up shots of just thigh re- yeah. regions of her. And kind of the dad looking at it, leering at it, and then realizing he's leering and kind of looking away. Like, yeah. I, uh, um, yeah. And it's just like, and he, I'm like, oh, here we go. He wants to fuck his daughter. Or does he? Or is he? Yeah, it's a, it, but yeah, it's, it's very implied. It's an uncomfortable situation. And she zips up the dress, she turns to him, and he's just like, pretty as a picture. And then we cut, um, so now we cut. Uh, a kind of a blurry cut shot of Brent waking up. Close-up shot that oh, I'm pretty sure it pans out. I can't remember. He's and he's it. dressed up in a prom suit. And my yeah. wife was watching it. I think my wife was watching this. And she's like, no, my mum was watching this oh, with me. No. And she's like, how did he get dressed? <laughs> my mum asked that. And I'm like, they dressed him, mum. Yeah, they, they dressed him. They, yeah, like, he was unconscious and they he, stripped him. And, how did uh, he get dressed? <laughs> And then we can see he is tied to a chair. So he's tied um, arms around the back with a yep. rope. Is his feet tied his to feet the legs? His feet are tied as well, yeah. Tied to the legs? Well, his feet are tied together. The chair is welded to the ground. No, the chair is screwed to the ground. Yeah, okay. Get it, get it right. Well, Sorry. You can't weld a chair to bloody wood. Um, I didn't know that, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't weld wood. I don't know. If you put another piece of metal on the ground and then drill the metal, I don't you fucking know. You could do know. it like that. Yeah, 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 um, the, yeah. It's a new hobby of mine. I'll let you know. What? Creating unescapable torture chairs? Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, we see Daddy. There's a table there as well, like yep. a full farmhouse, old school, whatever those tables are that everyone knows. This is knows. very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's very Australian as well. That yes. table is like the farm table from my farm yeah. like years. Ooh. You know, it's it's a giant room and uh, he, the dad is sitting there and his hair is definitely, he's more slicked down. He's in a suit. He's very sort of up straight and sort of smiling at Brent in a very odd odd way. Um, we see that there is a disco ball hung up, balloons on the floor. It's a a party. In my notes, I write. Uh, And then we also see, um, is this where it introduces the other lady? Yeah, so Lola sort of leans forward so we know she's there and then he looks over to the other side and he sees a woman almost in a vegetative state. Um, she's in a very eighties party dress. Her hair is she's haggard. Old, older. She's old. She's like as old as the dad. Yeah, and she's got a hole in her forehead. Which I, I wrote a bullet hole because um, it looks like a bullet hole. It does. And then I wrote in my notes: there is a marable though, so it's not all that bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everyone and there's loves a light on it. So you got these marable lights yeah. in the background for basically the rest of this whole fucking film. Yeah. Um, so Brent starts to struggle, and he, um, you know, he, he wakes up. What the fuck? He tries to free him, but it's no use. And they kind of, at this point as well, like this movie is very heavily soundtrack based to sort of convey some kind of feeling. There is very minimal soundtrack. It's very uh, ambiotic what it is. Um, and they're just watching him struggle. And he, the dad just stares at him with a smile on his face. And he doesn't even look away and he leans over and he grabs a bottle of bleach. 
and he hands it to Lola. Yeah, and so they're, they're acting as if he is not kidnapped. That's what's creepy about yeah. this, as if he's, he's there of his own the, fruition. He's like, just there as it's Lola's like, date. It's like he's meeting his, the date for the yeah. first time, and then she's acting as if, like, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and starts walking over towards Brent while Lola starts to fill a syringe. I thought it was Drano, bleach. but it yeah, couldn't look, have been Drano because that would have killed you. Well, you'd think bleach would too, right? I don't know. I don't actually know like what would happen if you inject bleach, and I don't know what would happen if you inject Drano. Mm, mm. I, anyway. It could be dishwashing liquid. I don't. Definitely. I think it's got to be stronger than that. So whatever it is, it, it is a, take a, it is a very substance. Long. No, and uh, so the dad grabs him by the head and he kind of just guides Lola into how to correctly inject it into his neck and then she basically just injects whatever it is, bleach, it's blue, Drano, uh, into his throat. Good 25 mils of it as well. He starts screaming, but as he's screaming, the voice starts to go away. So this is what they've done to silence him. Um, ah. Yes, yeah, so that's why he can't scream or talk. Because of the bleach. Oh, so that's they why bleach, they've injected so it they into ble- his throat. Ble- oh, yeah. Do you know what I thought it was? I thought it was just to, like to make him all like droopy. No, well, at no point is he droopy. So they've burnt his throat with they've, bleach. Yeah, so he Shit. can't scream. Yeah. No, what, I, I didn't get that. Hey. Oh, okay. Not one bit. I got it as in like I just thought they were drugging him to make him more lethargic, so he yeah. couldn't like. Because I was like, he, and that's what I said. He's not very lethargic. Mm, okay. Yeah. No. And so they. Oh, so now he, can, he doesn't talk for the rest of the film. Yeah. So he can't talk. Whatever's burning him, he cannot talk. He cannot scream. It's, and the sound he makes here is horrible. It, and I don't know how they went about doing this sound. I am yeah, interested. They could have recorded it afterwards. Um, right? But it's very interesting. And of course, this sound is horrible. It's not even a, a scream. It's, it's like a pig squeal. A little no. bit. <laughs> And then and Lola and the dad look at each other and they're kind of laughing. They're like, we can't hear you. Yeah, they say like puns and shit yeah. the whole time. I love a pun. Anyhow, they, uh, it's it's time for family photos that you it take, is. you know, well, you just before the prom. prom photo. Yep. You've got to sure. take a prom photo. And uh, she sits on his lap and he's just looking. He's just like. Bleh. Yeah, he's looking, you know. He's uh, Has he got any blood on him? Not yet. Not yet? Yep. <laughs> he's just looking like, you know, his lips are very chapped. <laughs> He just can't get over this. Oh, man. Now he's like, they're extra chapped because he hasn't like, you know. We need a um, before Then we cut to Heartbreak and Weeds. Yes. Uh, they're headbanging in the car. I think they're just parked out the front of the prom, aren't they? They are literally outside of the dance. Yeah, yeah. And so they're, they're smoking par- weed and. She's fucking pounding. It's all in slow-mo as well. Like, she's smoking the weed in slow-mo. It looks hot. Like, I'm sorry, but. Certain women smoking is very oh yeah yeah attractive. She, well, she and didn't she, ever look unattractive. Oh, she's very attractive, and she's like chugging away some fucking bottle of something. She's chugging down a bottle, which it's, I actually think you couldn't have done. No, I, I it's it like te- a tequila or a vodka. Yeah, she's like sculling like a quarter of a bottle in one. Yeah, in, it's she's not she's she, not sucking down UDLs or anything like that. It's some. Um, she's trying to wipe herself out because she doesn't want to be there. Yeah, there. She's actually like actively trying to like. Fuck it up. Yeah, and it's it's all done in very slow mo, and and Jamie's he's kind of he's weeds. very into sorry weeds. Weeds is yeah, he's kind of smoking his weed and stuff, and like you know they're yep. head banging and they, and he's kind of like mm, all right, yeah, cool. Man. Yeah, he's probably thinking it's probably time to go in, but we'll, I'll keep going because she's pretty. Yes, whatever yeah. the the date wants. We cut back to Brent. Lola and the fam bam, and they're they're eating their chicken in absolute silence. So the chicken had a. The chicken. chicken is there. The ch- so there is there is absolutely 
no sound. All you can hear is the 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 eating, the slurping, and the sucking on the chicken. Um, Brent is quietly trying to free himself. And yeah, we we see a lot of shots of like his hands yep. kind of moving around. He's always working on his bloody hands. Yep. And uh, Lola start, finishes sucking on a bone. She's got the wishbone, and she's like, "Here you go, Daddy. Let's do the wishbone." I um, think this is an Australian thing, hey. I think so. I think the wishbone in a chicken thing because I I used to do it with my parents as mm. well, and I'm like, I don't. Have never seen that on television apart no. from in maybe Australian things. It might be a, it might not be. Yeah, maybe. So this might um, be a full Aussie. American people, let us know. Yeah, whether um, you wish on the corpse bone of a bird. <laughs> uh, the dad pulls it. He gets the wish, and she immediately looks shattered. Shattered. Like, like, this is her night, and he knows it. So this could result in a tantrum, but he's just like, oh, my my wish was for you. Anyway, and yeah. she's like, oh, but my wish was for you. And it's weird yeah. and awkward. What do you mean? And she immediately asks, she's like, okay, well, who looks prettier, me or Bright Eyes? So Bright Eyes is the name of the other woman that is there. Yeah, that whole thing. Who looks prettier, me it's, or... It's weird. And Fishing for compliments. This, the next the dad- five minutes or so is where we get a true sort of sense of how absolutely fucking sadistic Lola is. And she starts, she picks up her drumstick and she starts to sort of... Force the chicken force, into force her mouth. feed this, like, half lobotomized lady. At this point in my notes, I wrote, I hate this film. I hate crazy, mean films. And that this is what this film is. Yep. Don't get me wrong. This film is brilliantly made and it's acted amazingly. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of torture porn. Yeah, you struggled. Oh, man. But you watched it in one sitting. So, so I didn't have you. to. So it wasn't in my mind for the rest of the week. Yeah. Any, um. So, yeah, she's jamming this chicken, this drumstick leg into this, like, half lobotomized leg who's, like, struggling and choking. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then she tries to sort of force a glass of milk in her mouth as well and she kind of spits it out. Um, And then she sort of turns to Brent and she's like, do you want some of this? And then she's like, what are you looking at? And then she's like, do you want some? She starts to play the airplane games like – Make way for the airplane. Um, and then she tries to sort of force it into uh, Brent's mouth. Brent's mouth. mouth. Force for him. And but she's he, like, he is it finger licking good? But he doesn't eat the chicken. He's he like, doesn't. He's, he's, he is acting like a child, a toddler that you're trying to force peas down their face. That He's like, face is all scrunched up. He's like, Mm-mm, none of that. It's not happening. Yeah, he's not, and he is not giving her the reaction that she wants. So she shoots a a quick look at at dad, and he immediately gets up, like with doesn't without hesitation, gets up and walks over to the kitchen counter, and walks back, putting a hammer on the table, a big claw hammer. And she asks again, and he no response. So he hits the hammer on the table, and Brent nods. Yep, he is hungry, and uh, she basically makes him suck her fingers. Yeah, she goes. Is it is it finger? Like he he kind of like has a bit of chicken or whatever it is. I can't remember. But yeah, and then um she's like, oh, is it finger licking good? Is it? That's the thing that she's yeah. like. She wants him just to say it's finger licking good. Yeah. Is it finger licking good? Because she's not getting the and response. And that's when the dad hits the hammer yeah. down just to get the response to is it finger licking good? Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, then Lola makes Brent suck her suck the the chicken juices off of her finger. Which I was like, bite her finger off. Yeah. Like, yeah. But she's doing that whole thing. That is that actual um, p- 
power play that people yeah. do where they give you the opportunity. Like, is it moonlighting? Is that what it's called? Gaslighting. Gaslighting, yeah. Like, she's basically gaslighting him into the thing of this, like, yeah. she's opening an opportunity for him to hurt her, but he won't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyhow, that whilst Brett is sucking her finger, she, like, goes into, like, throes of almost orgasms. She's and we see, really, really we see the dad it. get really jealous of this. Yeah. And awkward and stuff. And then that kind of ends that scene. Mm-hmm. She takes it out and she, she's just like. Yeah, because she, she realizes that the dad's still there and she kind of sort of like comes back like, like oh, I might get into trouble for this. And Brent's got, he, he, he devises a great idea. He's like, oh, I have to go to the toilet yeah. and they're going to have to untie me. So yeah. and he's like, low, so he does talk here. Well, it's kind of he's like. He's just like, toilet, toilet, toilet. <laughs> and yeah, uh, he has to go to Danny. And Lola yep. goes like, oh. What does she do? She gets a glass. She literally downs a glass of milk. She sculls a whole pint of milk. Uh, unzip, unzips his pants. Pulls out his wanger. Pulls out his wang and is basically like, okay, you're ready to go. And obviously if you've got some kind of sadistic crazy killer standing there. You get um, stage fright. You get stage fright. He can't go. And so dad gets up and, and he's he sort of stands there and she gives the countdown. She's like, if you don't. We in ten we seconds. We in ten seconds. He's gonna nail it to the chair. He's gonna nail your dick. He's got this big fucking roofing nail, and yep. he's like holding it above his dick, and she's doing the countdown. And yep. so here's some of these. There's a lot of these like uh, like tense moments mm. in the film. So there are I, a lot I was of just like, fuck this shit already. There's nothing even really has happened to him yet. No, this compared is, to what happens to him. This is the this is a the party. This is the fun times he's having currently. Uh lucky for Brent at the final second he starts to pee, which he, is great. And then she's like, oh look at her. She's like, oh oh great. And then um the dad almost looks disappointed that he we they didn't he get does. to nail I think he dick. was kind of looking forward to nailing him. Because I think the dad's a little bit jealous that she has eyes for this well, I think she's a, he's as jealous that she has eyes for anyone. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then Lola threatens to bite his dick off. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's crying. I should kiss it better. And then she's like, oh, maybe I'll bite it off. And then, you know, Holly can't have your dick and whatever. And it, it, as soon as she mentions Holly, um, I think Brent's at that point where he's gotten his hands free and he leans back and he full, he kicks her in the chest. He kicks Lola onto the t- the kitchen table and I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So like, hard he's free, the- he's free, he's up. Yeah, it's so hard that she moves the table as well and he goes hopping out of the room. Yeah, because he's, he's feet it. Uh, and because, like, she, she gets kicked over and that, like, dad goes, oh, fuck, and he goes to the Lola to see if she's all right and then just gives yeah. you an opportunity so to, hop, Brent's to hop out like a funny rabbit there. So he's he's made his way out of the house and dad comes walking out very soon after and he's looking around the backyard. It's dark, so he puts the spotlights on. And you're like, yeah, Brent's got away. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, this is great. Like, Brent's, Brent's done, it's fine. Brent is under the car and he's currently using his razor blade to try and cut his uh, feet free. Yeah. Um, he cuts his legs ropes open. He does. And he tries to roll out from under the car. No, um, the car backs back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad gets into the car and he backs the car back. Because he's going to go off and look for him. Yeah. And like, as he backs it, uh, oh, backs back over Brent, like the headlights are on and Brent's just sitting there. Like, he's like, uh-oh, I've been made. And he starts running, and we get this point of view shot, like the headlight shot, chasing Brent throughout the backyard. So it's a massive yeah, backyard. Yeah, POV shot of a car. Yeah, um, and then he's like running through the the, the washing, and he uh, climbs a tree, and the Ute sort of hits into the tree. So now Brent is up a tree, 
And Lola comes running out with a flashlight. With a dolphin torch? With a dolphin torch, and they're trying to find him in the tree. They, they're looking up there. It's like, and it's like they're, this is a very Australian thing, like spotlighting for animals. Yeah. So they're up there, there he is, there he is, yep. like, as if you'd say. And they just start chucking rocks at they him. They do. They start pelting rocks at him. And, and it's good like, for a while. Lola decides that she wants to have a crack at it, and she starts pelting. And she starts fucking cackling like she's queen of the harpies. No, she's, she's, she's just, just having maniacal. too much fun. She's really into it. Anyhow, um, Laura chucks a rocket at him and it hits him in the fair. Uh, it clocks him. It clocks Brent him in the head good. and he falls down. Thunks. He falls under the car and then onto right the ground. Right onto the bottom onto the ground. This is just, this looked so, so good. She KOs it him, basically. It looked like it would fucking hurt. It did. It looked really good. Um, and now they're back inside. Sorry, Brent, you're not getting away just yet. He's they back on the chair. They tie him to the chair and Dad starts nailing steak knives into, into his feet. Yep, into the floorboards through his feet. The noise he makes, mm. Brent, that when the Dad first puts the nail, the the, the knife mm-hmm. into his foot is so gross. It's yeah, it's like it's the hideous. most amount of pain I've ever heard anyone ever be in. It's yeah. not like a yell or anything because it's like this burnt throat yell. Well, not just that, but I'm guessing that as you're screaming, that itself is causing you more pain as well. Like, that would, oh, my God, poor Brent. And so, Lola, whilst this is happening, like, so the dad's nailing both feet to them very mm-hmm. slowly, like, I hammer it. Lola jumps on his lap. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, in massive pain. But yeah. she's like, cry, cry. Yeah, she starts, she's straddling him, and this is weird. She's in his face. And, and she I, wants him to cry. She, yeah. But he won't. No, he, he's, at this point, we see Brent, like, He's Resist. had it and he's resisting and he's just like looking at her defiantly angry like he's, I will not cry. Yeah, and he's like he's still getting hammered his feet into now, but it's out to the point where there's no more pain can possibly be. So. Yeah. Well, you imagine he's like cried or not cried over the loss of his dad. Like this is nothing. So he's like, I've not done this. I'm not doing this for you. Yeah. You go fuck yourself. He like defiantly just looks at her with Fucking hate. It's wicked. Oh my god. I think as the as well, like the the last one he does, like the the dad nailing in the knife, I think the last one he does is like, and that's for the Ute. Because he like crashed the Ute into the tree. Yeah. But it wasn't even that much to cause any damage. Anyhow, we cut to the cop. Yes. Cop dad. He's mm-hmm. out and about looking like uh, out in the bush where he's you know, investigating where Brent was before mm-hmm. he got like he doesn't know he's kidnapped. But he finds like, you know, Brent's iPod and he's and his weed. His little ba- tiny bag of weed. Tiny bag. Oh, well, tiny take bag. what you can get in the country town. It's, it's true. And he's like, mm, puts it into a, an evidence bag. Yep. And, and that's uh, it. That's that scene. So. Cut back to Holly. She's bringing Brent's mum a nice cup of tea. And then they start talking about Brent. And then she's like, you know, she talks about how Brent thinks that she blames him for the death of the father. And Holly just responds with, do you? So it's an awkward fucking conversation, but luckily Cop Dad rocks up, knocks on the door, and they they can no longer have that conversation, and he holds up the bag of Brent's stuff. Of the gear. Anyhow, cut back to Lola and um, Brent, and she's, uh, you know, she's sitting there showing off her scrapbooking. As we all know, people that are crazy do scrapbooking. So we now get a list she runs through. So she runs through Keir Willis, such a baby. Yeah, so they, yeah, these these are her older victims, her, and then we get the idea like, oh fuck, ex, ex boyfriends. They yeah. do this every year all for prom. the time. So it's all, I think it's every prom. I, I would say so. Yeah, um, Duncan Fletcher. She's like, he wet himself. 
Um, and she shows and the- a picture of him, her standing next to him. Um, and she's, she's like eight. She looks very young and he's. Uh, she shows off him and he's got the big, big love heart carved in his chest. Um, she's like, uh, Reese Agnew, he's boring. And she's like, here's the one that got away, Timmy Ballantyne. And Brent realizes that this was the boy. Yeah, that he, he goes. He, he got away. He's probably dead now. Like they don't even yeah, try. They don't care. They, they really don't, don't care. Yeah, and that's at the point when we realize. And then she kind of looks at him. She's like, "And lucky last." And she's like, "I'm ready to draw on him now, Daddy." But, but then at this point, we also realize that the guy that Brent swerved at the start of the film was that was guy that who guy. escaped. Yep. So basically, now he has even more reason. To hate these people because yeah. they basically killed his dad as well. Correct. Um, and they've obviously been affecting the whole town for mm-hmm. years because they've been kidnapping people from this very small rural, which I felt they would have been. There uh, would have been a little bit more information, like a you right, know, the curfews fact that they, and stuff. The like, fact that that dude missing. got kidnapped with her initials carved in his chest. Well, because no one's ever found them. Yeah, but the one, that, what, the one that got away? Yep. He was never found. Did it say that in the report? About the they, old- yeah, so it was said at some point, um, and I'll tell, I'll explain why later. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because I, I thought like they would have that guy from no. the, the car crash. No, because he would have just because for reasons we'll get into it. We'll get into it. All right. So we cut back to heartbreak high and weeds <laughs> still in the car getting oh. high. The, Still. The, the music has now changed. So when they were first there, they were first kind of rocking out in the car. They were listening to some heavy shit. Now it's changed to more of a stoner rock kind of music. So it's very like chill. They're Bring very it. relaxed. And Jamie, he's Mellowing once again. out. Yeah. He's once again, again, sort of like creeping on her a bit. He's just staring Don't at her. He said maybe we should go in. Yeah, he does. He suggests he's like, maybe we should go into the, da- into the dance. And she's like, well, maybe we should just. Uh... And she starts blowing weed into his mouth. Yeah, Wait, like that, whatever that's called. Uh, shotgunning or something? I don't know. I don't know. Feel that that's anyway, weird. we cut back to Brent. <laughs> it's a, we cut, we get this shot of a bloody fork and then it cuts to Brent and he is shirtless. So his shirt's just been ripped open and. A fork. We don't, it is a, yeah, we yeah. get, we don't, we understand that something's happened to Brent. We don't know yet. And we see Lola standing next to her dad and she's holding a fork with blood just absolutely dripping down her arms. And he said, like, the dad just says, oh, your drawing gets better every time, love. And we cut to she has just carved this massive fucking um, love heart with an arrow and her the initials LS onto his chest. Um, Which makes me think that, yeah, if they had found that guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's an indication. Um, so the dad starts and to sort of... And he's in agony. Oh, my God. He is in so much agony. The dad starts to sort of throw... He's got a salt shaker and he's just sort of, you know... Shoop. Shoop. Throwing rubbing Some, salt in the wounds, literally and literally. metaphorically, so and he's like, just like the sound it that also Brent makes when the salt goes onto him is yep. just like, oh my god! Yes, and she's just like, she demands the salt shaker from her dad, and she's like, too much salt is bad for you, and she immediately opens the lid and pours the entire content onto his chest, and he starts screaming like pig squealing again. And they're just sitting there like, we can't hear you. And, like fucking, and he is suffering so and bad. I wrote my note to you, man, Brent looks like shit now. <laughs> he, he really does. I think halfway through, I make note of just how bad he's looking. Yeah. He, yeah. He was looking bad at the beginning of the film. It's not getting better. Um, we cut to Holly. She walks into Brent's room. She's all upset. 
she's kind of just moping around, just like yeah, doesn't know what to do with herself. Well, she's in the house, so I think she's there to with, yeah, with to mom. support mum, but also she wants to know where her boyfriend is. Hmm. Um, she goes into his room. She finds a bunch of flowers, native flowers, very pretty. Which like, would have been for her for he, the prom. He's uh would have picked them himself, I reckon. Oh. Um, and she finds a card that basically says, "I love you." So she is just immediately like, "Oh my god, he does love me!" Like. You know, and it's now even sadder because he's missing. Mm, we cut back to weeds and heartbreak again. Oh Man, there's God. so many cutbacks to these these two. They finally go into the dance. Yes, they go in, and that's it. They've gone in. Yep. And we cut. <laughs> to well, the- he so he gets out of the car. So there's no more music at this point as well. So the music for them has stopped. She's just sitting there. She's fucked up, like beyond. Oh my goodness, poor girl. She's wasted. And he gets out of the car and he opens her door and she just falls out. She just flops out in the car. She's just, she's absolutely fuck-eyed. That's yep. it. She's um, ridden off, as they say. Oh, we cut back to the dad and he is making an announcement. The, this year's queen of the dance. And the lights have been lowered, so it's like, yep. you know, the, the, the prom op- announcement. Exactly. He opens a fake envelope and he's like, Lola Stone. <gasps> and then she does that, you know, very fake sort of like act surprise. And you're like, oh, my God. And she starts, you know, blowing the party blower. And party she, whistle. You know, the dad's blowing the party whistle and she's blowing and she's looking at Brent. Um, and she's like, you know, blow your whistle, King. And at this point, like, Brent is just slouched in the chair with a party whistle hanging out of his mouth <laughs> and, like, funny, one of those party crowns on his head and he – it does look And with blood funny. pissing out everywhere. He's just, his chest is cut up and his he's just – lips are chapped. <laughs> so fucking chapped. They're getting so chapped. And he's just absolutely fucking defeated and he just won't blow it. And the dad picks up the hammer and we cut back to Brent and he kind of – he's trying his hardest to just, up. like – to blow it, it's like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> the little because one of those, like, what do they like, they go out? Yeah, like the thing, it doesn't even called. go, it just goes, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even make the sound <laughs> it's that much. Comedy, um, so you know, the dad crowns Lola, she he puts a one of the party hats on her, yeah, the party hats, it's like just a paper party crown, it's like a Christmas it's hat, pink, yeah, um, party popper hat, yes, and uh, this piece of music is just pure fantasy. So as he's crowning her in slow motion, she's just she's like, "I'm the prettiest girl at the ball." <laughs> it's this sort of harp kind of like like fantasy music. Yeah, it's the, mu- the music in her head. And again, she is just completely in her own world. That is it. She's just she's fucking gone. And then then that the dad, chicken is cooked. And then the dad takes a photo of them together. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, another prom. So yeah. we cut back to uh, Weeds the, and Heartbreak. The actual dance. <laughs> At the actual dance. Finally, all the kids are there and they're slow dancing. And she is it's just... It's a very packed dance as well. It is, it's very yeah. little, It's like the one from Back to the Future. This right is pre-COVID. Um, I know. And she is just slumped over him and he kind of looks like he's struggling to hold her up. Yeah, she's like... She's, she's, she's gone. Paro. Um, she starts to sort of stroke his hair and then decides to start cupping his... His dick and I thought she puts her hands down his pants and starts jerking him off or shining. It nothing goes in the pants, it's all on the outside of the pants. Oh, was so it? there's I think there's some just some some heavy petting going on. Um and our principal and, skinner comes up <laughs> and goes, I'm a fly. He's just like, if you wanna do that, you need to go elsewhere. Yeah. So they get kicked out of the prom, basically. Yeah. They were there for like five minutes. 
<laughs> like it has to leave. Well, she she's trying to she's trying to fuck it up. Uh, we cut back to Lola sitting on Brent. Yes, on his lap. Yep, and it's uh, once again the "Am I not pretty enough?" is playing. Oh my god! And you know more. Ca- what would Casey Chambers think about this film? Hey, look! If that's how she's gonna be remembered. That's how I every time I hear that song, this is all I can think of. <laughs> and uh, it's to that song in slow mo. Um, yeah, they're having like, this weird slow mo dance. Like he's having, still knife to the floor too. Yeah, he's still knife to the floor. She's kind of sitting up, straddling him, like they're dancing. No, he's standing up. Oh, is he? He is standing up, so they're da- they're slow dancing. The dad's behind because I think he's standing on the chair. Oh yeah, dad's- and he's like dropping glitter on them. Yeah, so we get this hilarious like. This slow-mo montage of glitter coming oh, down, ter- they're dancing. He's, he's, so not only does he have salt in his wound, he's got glitter too, and that shit doesn't come out. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and he's got knives through his oh feet. Oh, my God. She's like... And he's got bleach in his throat. Oh, he's having a rough trot. And she says, you know, when I find my prince, this is the song that's going to play when we dance at our wedding. And she's like, but you're not him. You're, you're not my prince. just another Frog and immediately Say fucking frog. Oh, yeah. frog! I get it now. Yeah. yeah, she stamps on his feet and then makes him a bit more hurt. Yep, and she asks her dad for a dance, and this is insanely awkward because they sort of go to the other side of the room. It's like there is for them in this moment there is no it's one. It's like else a in big farmhouse, like one room farmhouse with a yeah. kitchen. The family room, everything is in this one room, and then he's got uh, like maybe a toilet and some bedrooms off this one yeah, room. Yeah, like two rooms but maybe. It's quite a large room. And, you know, so Brent at this point, he's trying to find his razor in, from his pocket. He's a razor blade necklace. As they're dancing, unfortunately, he drops it on the chair and he's kind of like, know, oh, like they didn't you, hear it. you, Brent, you idiot. And oh, she's just, she starts, she's like, oh, you know, daddy, you're, you're my you know, it's always been you. You've always been my prince. I can prince. never find the right guy because you're my prince. And they start to lean in for a kiss, and which it- is awkward as hell. But thank fuck Brent slumps down into the seat because he's been standing there nailed to yeah, the floor. Yeah, he kind of slumps down, which and like breaks them out of their moment. Brings them out of it and they look at him. This is just, I'm so glad that nothing happened there. That was weird. Even for awkward. the actress having to kiss that man. I mean, she would have done it. She's fucking good. Um, and then we cut to the cop. Yep. Uh, uh, and Holly have met up. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, you know, not to worry, we're going to find him. Yeah, search and rescue will be out in the morning. Yep. And, we'll and, find him. And then um, Holly calls uh, her mum. Mm-hmm. And then, so there's now that she's gone. Yeah, Holly's gone home. Gone home. She sat on the bed and she decides to call her mum, you know. Yeah. And she just gets her voicemail and, you know. So her mum's clearly somewhere else and Holly is just by herself as well. Yep. So this is maybe just she's just such an insanely lonely girl as well. Yeah. She's at her wits end. She yeah. starts crying. Yeah, that's it. That's just the show that's fucked. Yeah. There are a lot of scenes in this film where I actually think are pointless. There oh. are a couple, yeah, because it... I'll get to that. Right, yeah, but what, at the end I've written the ones that I'm like, I don't think these bits were needed. Yeah, like I feel that they were probably trying to be character development, but there was Well, it no just feels like there are scenes that, like, of characters that are doing things that are going to end in like um, some of like, you know, the red, like, you know, their actions are going to solve whatever's happening, but they don't. It's just hmm. their storylines stop and you're like, why? Maybe it's some some filler because this film is only an hour. I and reckon a half. it was filler. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, we cut to dad. Here we go. Yep. 
We cut to the possum. The old possum that they picked up on the way in. Remember the possum? Oh, continuity. <laughs> uh, the old possum. We cut to Dad chopping the head off the possum on the old kitchen bench. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He throws the body over to Lola. Yeah, catch. Um, he picks up a, a bucket of water and they walk over to the lounge room area. They move the table or something. And no, they oh, just pull back the rug. Pull back a rug, yeah, And yeah. to reveal a hidden... Double trap door. Door. Uh, it's very similar to Evil Dead, kind of. Like the fact yeah. that it's in this, this room that they're all living. Yeah, yeah. With. Like the, yeah, we can say like the And they're heavy dead. doors as well. Two and big iron doors. Yeah. And they start to pull them back. Um, it's obviously big, heavy, and soundproof because as they lift it up, we hear this the Dist- shrieks and screams, which are exactly the same as Brent's. Distorted screams. Just in an abundance. Um, and Brent, he's now trying frantically trying to free himself. And I was like, oh, shit, they've kept them all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, people under the stairs. Right. Did you get that? Straight- I did. Yeah. I got that feeling as well. And so, you know... Um, the dad, he pours the bucket of water into he's, the hole. He's like, drinky, drinky, boys. Yep. He's t- and, you know, <laughs> she demands whatever is down there to sing for their supper. So they're not making enough noise for her. She wants them to be louder, which like, is just so sadistic. Um, and which is like they're going to feed him bloody roadkill possum. Yeah, they're just going to throw a possum down there. It's fine. Um, Jamie it- and Mia pull up. So we cut back to them. They've cut pulled up in a weed. car somewhere. Weeds and heartbreak. Weeds and heartbreak. They've pulled up in a in a in somewhere. We don't. They've know gone where. somewhere. They've like um, they've left the prom. They've had they've parked. She, you know, which heartbreak. Is kind of heartbreak. Funny. What? This this it's kind of funny. It's as like well. all, it's got all the the marks of a prom night, but yeah. not done in the right way. Yeah, and she essentially she just immediately jumps him, and then we cut straight back to. Dad in slow-mo walking out of the house. So he's going somewhere for something. And then we cut back again and Jamie, uh, weeds and heartbreak, they're they're really going. Like, they're banging they, on the they back are, seat. They are straight up fucking. Like she's, yeah. It, we she's don't got go no top. Do, she's on no. top of him. She's like riding she's, him. She's going for gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then there is a knock at the window and they're the immediately interrupted. And it's the principal. And he just, he's like, when I meant go somewhere else, I meant off, off the school, school property. So, so they've just reversed, driven down a little bit and parked. Which is something you, I think as an idiot kid I would have done. Just like, well, I want to get into, you know. You can't see me if I'm at the other end. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't think that would even come out. <laughs> no. Anyhow, we cut to the dad. Um, um, evil dad, he's gone outside and he has gone and got himself a drill. He's gone and gotten his, his good old faithful toolbox. Oh, his toolbox, sorry. Yep. And Brings it inside. Lola starts letting Brent know. She's like, uh, this is going to be my first drilling. And I was like, oh, fuck. At this point, when I put two and two together, that the lady at the start had a drill hole in her, in her head. Not a bullet hole, because I was like, because I thought he thought it was a bullet hole. I'm like, oh, they might have just accidentally shot her and she stayed alive. But no, it was a drill mark. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dear. And uh, Dad... Hands her the drill and he starts to give her a little bit of information. Not Don't too, go too far. Not too deep. You just want to pierce the skull. Yeah. And I was like, fuck off. Yeah. And he hands Lola the drill. Um, she's not very good at holding the drill because she's never done it before and she's no. very princessy. It's true. Uh, Brent kind of looks like he's fed up with the shenanigans and he's just, <laughs> he does. He's, at this point, he's just kind of fed up with what, what what's happening. He's like, fucking what, what, what more could happen? Um, yeah, he's, he's, but he's still trying be... to sort of cut through his ropes. He's concentrating on the ropes. Um, as she turns on the drill, I don't know if you noticed this, but as she turns, like she goes to the drill, 
you can hear the shrieks from the the hole start to get louder. So it's as if they remembered that sound and it's like causing a reaction. It's causing a bit of trauma. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of tension here. So, you, like, you know, yeah. it's the slowest, you know, it's the slowest possible way someone could just extend their arm. Yeah, like it's she's literally on the other side of the room and is holding her arm out, slowly walking to him, like with the drill it's on. Like a gun. <laughs> like a gap. And the dad's held Brent very, very tightly. He's got him like in a kind of a headlock with yeah. his hand on top of his head so he, he, Brent can't move at all and he's still like, oh, fuck, shit, I don't want to get drilled. Yeah, and she immediately like touches his skin but it... Yeah, like, but this tension off. of her like holding the drill out on and it's walking slowly towards... She doesn't know how drills yeah. work. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. It was like I was like, oh man, they're not going to do it. They're no. not going to do it. And she and, loses control of the drill. Yeah, and as soon as it hits his head, because if anyone has drilled before, if you try just holding it out and drill something, it yeah, doesn't zinc away. Go. So it zinks down his forehead and cuts him. So the dad's like, you need two hands and you need to to lean into the body. He's like, you got to push harder. Yeah. So she's two hands leans in. She starts drilling into his head. You can see smoke coming out. You can hear the sounds that the bone. He's making a horrible noise. And I yep. was like, Oh man, when's this going to end? It's rough. So this is from now on the film. I was just waiting for the moment, mm. the change in tides. Yep. I wanted, I wanted it so bad. And little did I know how long it was going to take <laughs> me to get that. Well, and it's so funny because, once again, this is only like an hour and a half film. Oh, it feels like it's like 20 hours, this film. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, fuck, shit, dick, can't. <laughs> uh, so she she hits bone and dad screams stop. It's perfect. Um, at this point, obviously. No, she breaks bone. Yeah, she, she, yeah, breaks the bone. And I looked up after this. I was like, I looked up, can you survive with a hole in your skull? Because there wasn't many like actual things on people getting drilled in the skull. There was a lot of people like that. Apparently, there's a whole uh, syndrome where just holes open up in your skull. That's terrifying. And it happens to a lot of people. And apparently, you can just like. Mm. But I thought your brain was covered, was like surrounded by liquid, like in a in a in a, a capsule. So if that leaks out, surely that must be bad. But then again, they like have a open brain so- casing around your brain. What? So there's like a protective like casing around your brain that you've got to kind of like. Didn't she drill through that? No, uh, presumably not. Yeah, right. All yes, right. he's he's. This is it for Brent. He's like he starts having flashes of his dad. He starts having flashes of Holly. This is it for Brent. He's fucked. And you hear the kettle. It's like it's shots of all the people he's loved in his life. Yeah, which and is the, fucked. <laughs> the kettle starts to. Yeah, this whole town. Sound, there's this high pitched yeah. kettle. So, and at first it started subtle and it was getting louder and louder. I'm like, oh, the kettle's on. Yeah. And I, I thought nothing of it. I was no. just like, cool way to like go to the next scene. Like, you know, the kettle, you hear the kettle going and then like the dad walks off. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yep. And she, she immediately turns to Brent. She's like, it works, you know. Bowls your brain, turns you into one of them. And I was like, get fucked. And now they're going to pour boiling water into his brain, not into his hole. The dad hands her the kettle. Because at first I was like, yeah, why isn't he brain dead? Yeah. Because he was like, he's not brain dead. Because I thought that was just enough to make someone brain dead, drilling into their head. No. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to put boiling water into his, br- in his fucking hole. It's, it's, this is right in the middle of his forehead as well. Yeah. Like it, and then I've, I've written in here my notes, is it worth surviving? You always get to the point in these torture porn films, you're going to have a fucking hole in your forehead no matter what, even if he gets away. Yep. Well, that's the thing. So you imagine... Texas Chainsaw, was it worth surviving? That's right. He's now got someone's initials carved into his body. He's got knife holes in his feet and he's got a hole in his head. 
Fucking, it's like a Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah, right. Uh, so she goes to to pour in some the water, but she misses and ends up pouring it onto Dad's arms. And he's and, like, don't worry, don't worry, try again, go you know, slower. Try again. But then she starts complaining. She's like, oh, the hole's too small. Can you make it bigger, Daddy? And he's like, all right, all right. And he starts, uh, once again, he just grabs Brent. He just drills into the, his head like nothing. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't just drill into his head. He puts the, the drill into it and, and like, starts Mrah. twisting yeah. it. And then we get all these sounds of like breaking bone and like you see the the smoke coming up from the the bright the skull heating yeah. up from the drill. I've written in my notes, this film is horrible. The tide better turn soon. <laughs> I've written in my notes. Little did I know that there's still more ten. I must say that this sounded insane on my noise cancelling headphones. I don't insane. like it. Insane. I didn't like it. But as I said, everything is so it's it's not realistic. It's it's realistic as hell. All yep. the acting is great. The shots are beautiful in this film. In this oh, film, the but this is, is this is the content is it's fucked. brilliant. Yeah. Um. So Brent, he this is the point because now this this is going to happen to him and he needs to start to fight. So he really starts to fight. He lets out this this pig squeal of a scream. He cuts through the ropes he and finally. He's- Slices. He slices into the dad's face with the razor blade. Yep. So we're finally, finally, yeah. We get uh, the whole time that you know these drill plates were happening. I was so sure they weren't going to happen. I was like, this is the moment. This is the moment. Yeah. This is the moment. And then this one comes out, and I was like, oh, this is great. You know, he, he breaks the ropes. He, he slashes the dad's face. He doesn't slash the dad's face. He's fucking. Like, it's from like one whole side of his forehead yeah. all the way down into the brim of his nose, all the way down the side of his cheek, yeah. and it's. Open. It's, it is. It's deep. like a, it's like he's grabbed and gone. Yeah. Yeah. It is yank. a fucking. Because I mean, razor blades are very, very sharp. Yes. I don't know if you know that they're sharp. Well, he grabs. It's one of those square razor blades. Yeah. yeah. Um. He grabs the drill. Uh, he does. Brent, and he uses it, which I thought was pretty thing, to cut the ropes on his feet. Yep. He has to pull. Uh, and at this time, uh, Lola uh, goes to it. She's she, not even doing it. She's just sort of standing next to the credenza screaming. And yeah, she she's kind of in, yeah, she doesn't know what's going on. Screaming about her dad's face because then we get this real good fucking look at it. Um, and then Brent uses this opportunity because she's doing nothing. He pulls the knives out of his oh feet my God, one he, by one. And the, the dad goes towards Brent to attack him, but Brent full pelts the drill into his face. Which would hurt so oh much. Oh, my God. And what? then just repetitively stabbing he, he, into his neck. Yeah, so he's his foot knives. Yeah. He uses one of his foot steak knives yep. to stab sideways into the dad's neck. And not just a stabbing, a fucking stab. It goes, stab, in, out, in, out, at in, one out. Point it's like it a sexy stuck. neck. Neck fuck <laughs> with a knife. Oh shit! And yeah, in that an, escalated so fast, yeah, and it gets stuck. And it gets stuck in there. So he's like multiple, like, I think he's stepping five times already right, into yeah. the dad's neck, and then leaves the last fucking what knife in the dad's neck. And it looks the dad's still good. just fucking standing there. He's just so wide-eyed and surprised that what the fuck has happened, Lola, and it looks. It just looks good. Lola regains a bit of her fucking consciousness. She jumps onto the back of Brent. Mm-hmm. You know, stop fucking up my dad. They wrestle. Drops him to the floor. They wrestle. Because he's like, you know, he's pretty wounded. He can't walk properly. He still walks, though. No, I mean, he's this. got all the, like, I'm feeling. Adrenalines. And, yeah, he'd be. And also, he's had a fucking drill put in his face. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, Brent, uh. They wrestle for a while. Brent stands up and has one of the a great moments where he just full pelts, punches her in the nose. Yeah. She doesn't drop. And then he just full pelts, punches her to yep. the sea, two faces, and fucking splits her fucking nose all over her face. Yeah. And, and I was just like, 
at least I'm getting that. Like, they do a really good job of you hating this girl, eh? Oh, my God. Like, it is, it's hard to watch her because she's doing like, this because she does such a good well, job. Well, you always like, because you know how you, if you see someone else's kid that you don't like and they're acting like a, you know, spoiled brat, you hate them. Yeah. You hate them straight away because they're not your child. This yeah. is like the ultimate version of that. And he just, and they're doing such horrible things that you hate them on like so many grounds. And then he did this double pu- face punch. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good. Because it looks good as well, yeah. The dad's still just standing there, dying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's all happening. You um, know, he, he runs over to the dad and he pushes the dad, just push, like Sparta pushes him into the pit. Yeah, this is, is this is Sparta. <laughs> into the pit of, into this dark pit. Um, We see, like, the ground. It's, it's probably, how deep you reckon it was? About. Probably a, a story and a half. Yeah, deep. Like so you couldn't it's a conver- get out of it. I think it was an try. attic. Is it attic? Is that the bottom the part? No, base. A converted basement. Yeah. So it would have been there, and they've like. But it's deep. It's deep. It's got concrete on the ground everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's concreted up, so obviously the soundproofing and stuff yep. like that. We see the dad slamming on the ground, and then we see three fucking people under the stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dudes come out, and they start just fucking chowing into the dad's neck, eating yeah. him up. They you know, and they're like they're like wild animals. They are tiny. They are so skinny, and they're barely. I don't think they're wearing clothes. No, I think there's be, like some underwear or something. They're malnourished. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still malnourished. Man- yeah, I yeah. thought they should have had dicks in this scene because like they wouldn't wear pants. No, I mean you get to the point because they Not that Outlast video game, the swinging wings, swinging wings. Yeah, because I mean, mean they've been down there for a long time. Anyhow, that then out of nowhere, the most disappointing thing in the whole film happens. Lola fucking kicks Brent into the <laughs> hole. I fell in the pit. So she kicks him off. Uh, it pushes him in. He kind of grabs the edge. She slams the hammer down. He falls down into the pit. I'm like, fuck, man. Yep. Give she, him a break. She calls for dad, but no such luck. She's realized that he's gone. She has a schizophrenic embolism. Yeah. Basically, she has a fit. She grabs anything in her hands and starts throwing it into the hole, which is great because they're useful items. Mm, she thanks. throws the hammer into at, at um. At Brent, she throws the fucking dolphin torch at him. Maybe a couple other things or whatever, some useless like items. a cup. A cup and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she, like, closes, you know, she stands doors. up and closes the trap doors, which makes it pitched up. Yep. We hear, we have a black scene. We hear scrabbling and sounds. We hear, And we hear Brent turn on the dolphin torch. Yep. Um, the... the, the so the look of these guys, because these these boys have started to sort of descend on Brent now. They're like, he's, Ooh. he's just like, oh, this could be dinner. But why didn't they eat each other if they eat people? That's the question that I did have to myself, but also that I think they're at the point of being so malnourished that you wouldn't get anything out of them anyway. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe they've got um, some sort of, yeah, pack mentality or some shit. Who knows? Quite possibly. They look good, but though. If- but, the, if he, but if he'd been boiled and thrown down there, would they have eaten him? See, that doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyhow, maybe it's because he's got a flashlight. Could be. And he's shining it on them. Um, anyhow, then we get a fucking one runs at him. Brent yep. fucking. Brent, Takes it out with a hammer. He's got the hammer. He fucking thonks him in the head with the hammer. I guess that killed him. Yeah. Because, like, you know. I think I think a slight breeze would kill him. And them. then we get kind of this fast cuts. Torchlights flashing everywhere, faces, sounds, battling sounds, you know, and, and to show that, you know, Brent is now fighting the, the remaining two fucking dudes. Yep. 
victims. Mm-hmm. And these are the three that she men- previously mentioned in the scrapbook. So yep. it's all coming together. It's all very neat, this film. Oh, very. Um, so Lola is now standing in the middle of the room and she, just her nose is gushing blood. At whatever last lingering hope of her sanity has just flown. It's oh, flown the, the, I the last lingering hope of her prom working at her, yeah, like right? her prom night. She's oh, really like, she did, it's ruined. Yep. It's ruined. It's ruined. And yeah, it's just like oh, moment God, of yeah. her. Yeah. Anyway, we cut to weeds and heartbreak. Um, <laughs> he's dropping her back home. He's like rocked up to, you know, cop dad come meets him at the door. Yep. He re- he kind of, cop, cop dad kind of understands yeah. what his daughter's like. Um, you know, uh, Weeds is there standing there. Like, he doesn't really know how to react. He's bringing right. the paro daughter home. But, yeah, as I said, Dad's yep. used to this kind of thing. He understands it's not Weeds' fault. And he just kind of turns. He's like, oh, must have danced her off her feet. Yeah, Weeds is great, Joe. He's, he's trying. He's Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, you bring someone's daughter home paro and you're a cop, you're in some trouble. Well, that he was, but, yeah, Weeds was worried about. Number one, you're a weed smoker. Yeah. And you're dropping it off at her parent daughter to the cop of the town. Yep. We assume there's only one cop in this town. Yeah, probably. Uh, yep. Anyhow, that's that scene. Mm-hmm. Cut mm-hmm. back to the hole. In the hole. Uh, so Brent is very lovely. He covers all the corpses. And yeah, he, so he's of, one. We, yeah. we see this. He he's, has one. He, he's used his powers of hammer. Mm-hmm. He thawed mm-hmm. it up. He did. He did. Um, and he starts surveying I've written surroundings. Brent has taken out all the other cunts. <laughs> I wrote in my notes. <laughs> nice. Um, he's looking around for any possible chance of escape. There are bones everywhere. There's just bones. Yeah, were they so all human bones or was it just time. heaps of bones? I feel that there was some human, some animal, some, I don't know. It's like the bones I got on my Mortal Realms uh, yeah. magazine this week, my Warhammer That's magazine. Right. My like skull that. pack. Ugh. Anyhow. We get a POV uh, shot of a door opening and we see Bright Eyes sitting on her bed just sort of facing the wall. She's just been sitting there the whole time. Right. Oh, that's the mum, isn't it? The, yeah. the, the lobotomized bike. Oh, so she's had. So, yeah, at this point, I hadn't realized it. Yeah. Oh, so she's been. So drilled. she would have been the first, the first one drilling. that they did it. How to. did they work that out to put the boiling water in there? Was it experimental? So that's. Um, so Jeffrey Dahmer did that to his victims. Really? Yeah. He yeah, yeah. boiled their brains. Yeah. So that he did that. He drilled holes into their head and boiled the brains. They never survived to the point that the people in this film did. Um, None of them survived. Why did he do that? Uh, to, to see if he could lobotomize them. But isn't lobotomizing not... Is that what lobotomizing is? Do they pour... Is that what it is? Well, it's, the, the idea is to not kill them, but to make them so... Placid. Placid. But is that how they do it? They pour hot water in your brain? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how they work. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just never thought about how you lobotomize. I thought they... Well, just, that's not, I how, thought you, they, that's I actually, not how people people do it. That's... That, that's not that's how serial killers do it. That's not how the medical professionals do it. Oh, okay, do cool. It. Yeah, so yeah. they don't just, you yeah, know, I think they don't the, get a girl from one side of the room holding out a drill no. and running at them. No, I mean, that would be great. That would be, you know, but, yeah, still. And we and that's it. We cut so, back to Cop Dad. Yeah. We, so here's where everything comes together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to Cop Dad, um, heartbreak high. She is on her bed crying now. And I didn't quite hear what she said. I wrote in my notes... Why can't you find him? Yep. That's exactly what she says. What she says, why can't you find him? We get a shot of a a boy, Mm -hmm. a a, a, a photo frame, and it is one of the boys from one of the scrapbooks. Yep. So Cop Dad is laying in bed and the mum, she's not even facing him. She's like, is she all right? And he's like, yeah, she'll be right. And he's looking at a picture of their son. Yeah. So we realise that now Heartbreak High is acting up because her brother was taken and 
she can't handle it and that's yep. why the way she is. And this is also um and then that means that Brent just killed her brother. <laughs> Possibly yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think I have a feeling that he was the one that escaped. I have a feeling that he's the one that escaped that Brent almost oh, hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Um yeah, right. So we were like, okay, this is kind of kind of it's all time. Yeah, you this, spend this the ca- whole film being like, why do we keep cutting back to these, these people are not relevant to this? No, film. but Weeds' character but is not relevant. That no. whole thing, that whole how long that went for, we didn't eat. You know what? We could have just had her coming home drunk, mm. right? From and and that scene, that whole prom thing was totally unnecessary. It is filler. Yeah. It is just to make the film because Weeds' character now is not in the film. Because, yeah, so we get the sense that all she's doing is drinking, doing drugs and partying I thought to try and forget. She, oh, I thought Weeds was seriously going to, like, find something out to yeah. give him a lead to get to the place. Well, this isn't a – this because it's not designed to be, like, a – trying. To, are they trying to go for realism I that think not so. every story leads to? No. But I'm just like uh, – but what, if you really watch this film, you just know all these scenes are pointless. Mm-hmm. Essentially. And, uh, anyway, we cut to Lola. Um, she is smothering bright eyes with a pillow. She kills her. Kills her. I don't think it's her mom. I think it's her dad's boyfriend, girlfriend. No, it's her mum. It's her mum. She's because as she dies, she just says good, good night, night mummy. Yeah. So she kills her mum because like her, she's jealous of her mum, her dad liking like. That's weird. Lobotomized it's corpse mum. It's weird. Which is very a la, they're trying to make the old man in the wheelchair and Texas Chainsaw, like the yeah. inanimate person that's just there. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is always a great. That was in something else recently. What was it that we watched? Did oh, it's in, uh, it's in Resident Evil 7, there's one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's in it the whole way. Yeah. Um, we get a shot of Brent. He's sitting down. Hanging out in the hole. He's just clicking his torch. He's Back, having a. He's going mad. He's going crazy. Yeah. Isn't that another point where I'm just like, yeah, it's like now, he's, now he's, you've he's, murdered a whole bunch of people, you fucked up, you killed. So he's killed four people now. Yeah. He's killed more people than they've killed. Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't kill him. He's them. like, look, once again, I'm better than you, Lola. Fuck Ooh. you. Uh, we get uh, cut to Holly. She's laying on her bed and she starts to flash back to Brent telling her that Lola Stone asked him to the dance and she immediately gets up and calls Cop Dad. Yeah, which makes sense because she would have just been going over and over and over yeah. where what's like, going on. What is what is happening? And then she would. It's not that she thinks that they're kidnapped, but like that was the last person. Yeah. Because although the cop why said, didn't they like, go? If, if there's anything you you can think of, give me a call. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she thought of that. That's the only thing she can think of. So, uh, but then like it's rare because like she calls cop dad, yep. and then the next is a hard cut of cop dad just speeding down the road yeah. in his cop car. Presumably heading to Lola's house because maybe he knows that family and maybe he knows they're kind of weird. Well, if it's a small town, everyone would kind of know everyone. And then because the maybe dad, he just looks like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, maybe he's already got suspicions. That, yeah. But cop, that's enough for cop dad. He's yeah. like, fuck yeah. He's I'm fine. Wheel, wheel. And no, he doesn't do that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he rocks up to the house. He gets out. He peeps through the window and um, it's, it's empty at this point. Like Lola is nowhere to be seen. Um, but he does see. But a- he sees all of the fucking blood all over the floor. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh fuck, shit!" <laughs> um, he-, he grabs his gun, smashes the glass on the door, opens it up, opens it up, and he enters with caution. Enters with caution. Yeah, he does. He doesn't call for backup. Anyhow, which Brent, is what you do. Brent is now in the hole. He hears like the door smash. He hears that someone's coming into the house, 
and he starts yelling at the top of his lungs for cop, like, you know, help, help me, or whatever he's yelling. He's not yelling, but help me. But it's a no-go because he, he, he can't just, scream. Yeah, he's pig squealing. Um, unfortunately, we see cop dad and we, we, we can't hear him. But no. but Brent's smart about it and he starts throwing shit at the door. At, so all of the stuff that Lola's thrown in, he's he's hurling it up to the continuity door. Continuing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So and, he, and then cop dad is like, Hmm? What is that sound? What is that sound? And he opens up the doors. He finds it. Yeah, he finds yeah. the trap doors. He opens them up. He sees in there. He says, "Looks down." He sees fucking. Oh fuck! There's there's Brent. There's, there's, there's Brent. There's and pile of corpses down there. <laughs> um, and as he, we see him looking down at Brent. We see Lola coming up from behind him, and he turns. So Brent sort of actions. Brent goes, fucking behind you, cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turns around, and she fucking cleavers him in the. Face. Cop dad. And this is a, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. You know, when there's a, it's not near the end of the film, but someone comes in, you yep. know that they're just going to be. A, they're fodder. They're, it, it's, it's just a fucking red herring. It's just that, you know, like they're dangling the carrot of mm-hmm. like in front of me. like, And yeah, the dad gets clear in the head. He turns out, he donks into the side. Like, this is a, a fucking hard, yep. hard body. Clonks down onto the side of the door and then falls down. Yeah. Into, what is it called? The, uh, the pit. The I pit. Don't know. That's what I call Anyhow, it. Anyhow, I really like this pit. Yeah. Brett instantly grabs the gun and fires it up at Lola, going over her shoulder, hitting the mirror ball, and I'm like, well, now the party's ruined. Yeah, well, they've exploded the mirror ball. The party is officially over the but mirror ball. But he unloads the whole yeah, round the whole at Lola. Rounds. She, she's all right. she jumped out of the way on the first round. He should have stopped shooting. But just the fact that he got that gun and shot at her and she had to get out of the way would have massively hurt her oh, ego. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. That she had to, like, because of how sadistic she is, that she had to cower away from him, that mm-hmm. would have fucked her. Oh, yeah. Oh, which is my, how's me, like, theorizing how she thinks this is how good these characters are well, that's exactly right like the fact that you sit there and you can think about it a little bit more and then a little bit more you go deep on it it's party's great. over <laughs> um she finds his razor on the ground in the blood and she has a knife in her hand and she walks up to the the pit opening she looks down he's got no money uh, money any bullets left that's <laughs> he's got right. no money either probably and she just she says i'm going to your house now i'm going to stab your mummy in the neck just like you did to my daddy and she puts the razor blade necklace around and she's like, and then I'm going to stab Holly in the heart just like you did to me. And you're like, oh, shit. She's... And she just fucks off. So now poor old Brent's left in the hole knowing that she's going to go off. But then I, I was like, well, she's not, she doesn't have a dad with her, so no. she can't be that dangerous. Well, because like... that's, imagine how dangerous she is without her dad because I'm guessing like her dad has done this the whole like timeline that she's been doing this her dad's been there to help her like anytime something wasn't going her way she would just complain to her dad and yeah. step in so i don't know if she actually could it's- carry out anything mm. like without him like if he was gone in that moment and she got away would she be able to continue doing this probably not no i doubt it anyhow um we get a shot of brent looking at a pile of bones going mm-hmm. hmm looking mm-hmm. at some corpses hmm mm-hmm. He may be forming a plan. He might be. Um, I love a plan. A, fan, a plan, plan is a Bruin. Yeah. Anyway, we're sure. And now we get, um, we get like this nice wide shot. She's also uh, of of Lola walking. We can see the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Australian outback, beautiful landscape shot. She's walking across like the, the frame. 
She's got her knife. She's got her scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she has her scrapbook, but she's got her scrapbook. Well, she doesn't want to leave it behind in case well. she can't find it later. She's I don't, also I don't, evidence. I don't think she's planning to go back to her house. Probably not. Yeah, so she's she taken, might not be coming back. Taking her scrapbook. Yep. Um, she's and then we get a shot of her. She's uh walking along the road, like yep. towards the camera, and once again she's singing Casey Chambers. Yeah, and she's doing it just. Oh, she's God, like yep. dishevelled and crazy. Like, am I not pretty enough? Yeah, she's you know she's got blood all over her pretty pink dress. She's got a, she's it's all coming out of like, her nose. It's, coming, it's just she's bleeding. She's basically got blood all over her. She's in a pink dress. She's got a scrapbook of murder of kills. She's got a, a, a big fucking uh, carving knife. Yep, she's she's having a run. She's she's good. She notices that in the uh, behind her, a car is on its way down, and she beelines off the road. It's a fucking VW, and you know who drives a VW? Ollie. Oh, oh mate, Ollie. Uh, oh, Ollie. She's driving down the road because she has decided. I can only assume that she decided that she's going to go check out Lola's house. Yeah, which... Because the cop probably didn't say that he's going there. No, but then that starts to cause a little bit of confusion because she's walking this way to... Is she going to Brent's house? Because that's where um, Lola's going and she's coming from behind Lola. So Lola's house is that way and the, she would have passed Lola's house. Yeah, it doesn't Maybe matter. she's going to Brent's house? Yeah, she might be going somewhere. She might be going to the shop to get like a, a Snickers. Cornetto. Oh, Cornetto. Cornetto. Maybe a killer python. <laughs> a five cent bag of lollies. Curly whirly, obviously. Oh, oh, chomps. Yep. So she's going to the great. shop. She's on her way to get a curly whirly mm-hmm. and a chomp. Well, I don't think they make chomps anymore. Do they do. Th- they do. Yeah. Do you remember that ad for chomp? Like, biting on my chomp, chomp, <laughs> another strawberry chew. Because <laughs> the strawberry one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Holly's driving a V fucking W. Yep. And then. Uh, and then she's driving along and suddenly, bang, a scrapbook hits her car. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a weapon. It is a mighty hefty weapon. So, yeah, we see these pages going. I fully thought that, like, a page was going to land on her windscreen. And it was with, gonna... with Brent's face? Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah, um, and I thought they mentioned it. But, like, Holly stopped the car and she's she'd like, taken off her seatbelt. and she's like, she's another scrapbook these... hit my car. She's like, again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she's turned off the car and for... I don't know why she's turned off her car. Like, that's dumb. And Lola opens the passenger door and she has just got this crazy look in her eye. And like, Holly's just, like, in the car, still she's just like looking, looking at, at her. her. And there's, like, there's, no, there's just a silent moment of mm. both the girls just, like... Well, it's a very good close-up of both of their eyes. So you can see Lola's, her, like, she her eyes are big, they're fucking crazy as hell, and, like, Holly's just kind of looking a little bit terrified, and then she spies Brent's necklace around That Lola's Holly's wearing, yeah. Yep. Um, Lola no, no, that Lola, Lola's wearing, sorry. Yeah, she immediately jumps into the car, and then they start Old to have... Old fucking gone crazy, yelling, screaming. old-school cat fights, and there is a lot with of... A knife. With a knife. There is a knife There's a lot there. of, like, holding the wrist to stop the knife. Yeah, there's me. a lot of hair. Pulling and a they lot basically of they wrestle out of the out of the the driver. This is good as well because so um, Holly opens the driver's side door and she kind of falls out backwards. I think it would have worked as well because VW's door handles were pushed down once, so she yeah. would have just leant back into it and it might have actually just gone yeah. open. And then she sort of falls out, rolls. Lola falls out front ways. Knife goes straight into the pavement, which is and this looks really good as well because. Um, Holly immediately sort of rolls back and it's not a kick to the face. She 
boots her. Yeah, like they only get that and like boots Lola <laughs> full pelt in the face and fucking like knocks the sense out yeah, of her. But, like, but Lola, like, like she would have little like cartoon yeah. birds going around her head at this time, and it's just like. <sighs> but she immediately every time Lola gets hurt, it's so satisfying. Uh, yeah, it really is. She immediately Taylor Swifts it and she just starts chasing Holly down the street. Yeah, yeah. So that like, she kind of like gets up all yeah. over the Tweety Birds, shakes it off, <laughs> and then starts. Uh, Holly's just fucking beelining she's, it. She's fast too because like you can sort of see like um, Lola chasing her. And Lola doesn't chase people, I don't think, very no, often. No, I don't think she's ever had to do anything in her life. So she she's, ain't on no track She's team. like running and she's just like. <laughs> and she's how I look when I run. Just like flopping like, wrists and shit. <laughs> like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> run with your arms down. She's got the Naruto run going. Oh, no. At this point, Brent, he's made Cut a to leaning Brent. tower of ex-boyfriends. And bones. And he's bones. basically made a pile of bodies. And he's, he's just, yeah. And we get to see him escape the hole. He finally. He, like, he climbs to freedom and he. we know that he's got some mad upper sh- body strength. He should have gotten out. And then done the Iron Man yell, <laughs> like you know just that, that like freeze frame, that neutral grain yeah. yell. He didn't do that. He or didn't. like the one in um, Do Party Massacre, he jumps and yeah. there's like freeze frame and a rainbow, With all the, like rainbows behind him. I would have liked that. Yeah, he didn't do and that. He's fucking pissed. Yeah. He's so like, the Whoa. next cut we get is a high speed cop car doing 140 k's down the fucking street. Everything's whipping by him, and it's Brent, and he is mad. He's, he's, he's like, so he's doing that. Oh, he's got his hands he's got on the, the wheel. He's got the ten and two. He's white knuckling it. He's and determined. he's like looking. He's like his face is down. He's looking down over his brow. He's just like he's like <sighs> I better fucking be in the the next Fast and the Furious film. I tell you what. He's like I better be going the right way because I'm pretty. <laughs> I got a fucking hole in my head. I don't even. Know where I am at this moment. Yeah, we cut back to Lola. She's still chasing after Holly. Um, Down the road. Yeah, so at this point, Brent comes over the hill. He comes over a crest, which are a lot of crests in Australian roads like this. And he swerves and to Because the Holly's right there. And Holly. He's like, oh, fuck, a lady. Oh, my God. And he and swerves. Like, you know what he's good, good at? He's good at swerving he people is. in the middle of the road. He is. It happens a lot. It nearly happens again. Like the whole point of him, like, maybe that was like he. He's learned how to swerve around someone now and yeah. not crash. You're defensive driving. I never actually put that two and two together, yeah. whether that was actually relevant to the story. Um, so he he misses Holly and he's just he looks back, back onto the road. He kind of looks, he gets he he writes himself, yeah. looks back to see Holly. And at that point, of course, who was following Split Holly? Split second, Lola. Uh, so he hits her full speed. She Her face breaks the windshield and uh, he stops. Um, Lola, we don't see Lola. She's obviously somewhere in a direction. Um, and then Holly gets into the car and she immediately screams at the side of the, the best thing is because Lola just sees a cop car. I mean, uh, uh, Holly just sees a cop car yeah. and she's in the street. She runs to the cop car, gets in the cop car, like, oh my God, help me. Looks, and it's this disheveled, chap lipped, bloody. <laughs> Version of her ex boyfriend who she's looking of her boyfriend driving the car who's like wounded blood yeah. and she's like oh my god <laughs> like which is a great reaction she immediately turns to him and says hey, you know what you are not pretty enough and gets out of the car yeah <laughs> um and then uh, do they hug us or something yeah happens? they do they they you know she, she gets in the car they she starts to cry and they hug and then you know. That, that's it. They're sort of embracing. They're happy. Like, it's all well and good. And we hear this sound. But 
And then, but we get this really cool fucking shot as well. This is a big long shot. Um, so you can see that the the cop car is at one end and you sort of hear this sound this and this metallic sound. It kind of reminded me of Child's Play where Chucky was in his little his cart, scooter. Melted cart. Um, and Lola is, she's clearly not got control of her legs anymore, but she is just dragging herself along the road towards With the a car. With a knife. She has. So this, you all you see is this little pink dress uh, enter the, 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 the side of the, the wide side shot. Of the, the shot it just looks so good. Yeah, one end of the shot's got the cop car. And it's just her slowly making her way <coughs> towards the car. Like a, like a fucking chopped in half a zombie. She has compound fracture alert. Yes. Her first one of 2021. First one. So her wrist is like completely like a breaching compound fracture mm-hmm. coming out. Her both her legs are just destroyed. Yep. Her, obviously she's cut up her all face over is her face. Fucked up. She's making so many the, animalistic growls and gurgles. The only thing that works is one arm, and she's pulling herself along yeah. with the the carving knife along the fucking road. Yeah. Um, which I don't think she could have done. Also, but it's fine. I'd like to it, like. A, so this is happening in the summer, and those roads would be hot. So oh, she'd probably no, but then be it wasn't. Burning. It wasn't blaring hot. This thing it was first thing in the morning, though. So yeah, it's maybe true, true. it's not quite. The heat hasn't yeah. quite gotten to her yet. Um, and then you see like, so you got like cut to like Brent and Holly in the car, and they're kind of like, "What the fuck?" And they, they kind of look. The sounds, they yeah. look around and see, and they just watch her for a while. Yeah. Good they luck. can just see her getting closer and closer. Um, and then Brent just immediately, like. We see the car, reverse lights come on the car. Yeah. Chucks it into reverse, and we get this slow pan into Lola's face as we she realizes that her that that's it. She's yeah, it's just really she's been got. Yeah, it's this really long slow motion shot zooming into Lola's face, and we see her change from revenge to I've Fuck. lost. Yeah. Um, and it's a very long shot, and it goes for yeah. age, and she's just waiting, yeah, just waiting. And then we just get a real quick shot, instant like, yeah, of her like head hitting the, which I didn't like. I wanted a fucking her getting caught you up. You kind in, of because well, he was going pretty fast, so you you kind of would have wanted. I wanted a, the, a wide shot again, her? the same wide shot of him just running over a fucking actual manic like, a corpse. Yeah, like showing it in the most brutal sense. I because it was just one of those shots where as soon as it hits, it cuts as well. So it's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so I, I think know. for her, like, do you feel that? I mean, a lot of shit happened to her. She got fucked up royally. But do you feel that she had the death that, that she deserved or do you think she needed a little bit more? I think... You needed th- something a little bit more satisfying? Yeah, I, I, I didn't want her to get hurt anymore because hurting her didn't affect her. She no. didn't care. She's done. Um, I needed her to know... That, that she lost. Yeah, in a way yeah. in a way that well, the way she thought. We needed her to see that Holly was one. Yeah. The Holly was the prettier girl. That even though she fucked up Brent to like just beyond. She did rec- all that. And literally still- beyond recognition. Yeah, she. Ne- I wanted her to see that she did all that, and it didn't work. It didn't yeah. sway him. They're still together. Mm. Like, I actually want her to survive. Yeah. I wrote that in my notes. I wanted her. I wanted to see her go to jail. Mm. I wanted to see her be in the courtroom and see that Brent. And Holly was still together. Yeah. And I think, and then having to go to jail, and then her getting killed in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Uh, sure. Or just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always think that thing that I think baddies get out of it too easy. Like, death is like the easy way out for them. Yeah. So I wanted her to like 
suffer afterwards. Isn't that being sadistic of me? Yes, it, it, it is. It is a little bit, but I think... Oh, you've, but, but, you but dragged you, me through all this shit you're for not this wrong. film. You're not wrong, though, because someone like her, that's it. She's dead. End of end of story. It obviously shows that she didn't care about her own well being. So no. killing her is not getting getting her back. So making her suffer the would dad be putting dying. her in a yeah. Well, the that- dad dying was a pretty good comeback to her, but I still feel like putting her into a mental institution where she can't hurt anyone ever again. And not just that, where she is not the focus of attention. Yeah. Because I mean, look, let's not be too ragging on the hospital system, but she would have just been a, a patient in a room. Like she wouldn't get the attention that she got with her dad. Mm. Anyhow, anyway, um, cut to the shot of the drive home, which is this sort of like, is she making Brent drive? Yeah, Brent's still driving. <laughs> no, he wasn't because she got he? when it gets out. She gets because you're used to seeing American films. So when they stop, she gets out the the mm, side. Yeah. So yeah, so Brent's obviously retired to the passenger seat after having you know. Oh, that shit. We get a shot of the mum. Mm-hmm. Um, we get this long shot She's of them driving the home. Like It's just like kind of like yeah, really. trees going past. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's very kind of reminiscent mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Shot of the mum waiting still. And, of course, she's sitting there and she watches the cop car rock up. So it would have just all come back to her again, all that trauma of seeing that cop car rock up the first time to tell her that her son's been in an accident and your husband's dead. Yeah, the, the mum runs outside and she sees. This is a bit weird. She sees Brent and Holly get out of the car. Brent looks like he's been dragged through a fucking, like, you know, a fallen into a fucking haymaking reaping machine. <laughs> and But she has no reaction. She doesn't no. go, oh, my God. She just she hugs, him. hugs him. Like, take him to the fucking hospital. Like, he needs medical attention. Yeah, and they all hug. They have yeah. a group hug, big, beautiful family hug, cut to credits, end. Done. Done. All right. Final thoughts. <laughs> I mean, um, one of my final thoughts was that one about I don't think she, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I wrote it in my thing. Why was the whole heartbreak and weed storyline in there? Was it just to juxtapose two bad nights? Yeah. So do you get what I mean? Like, I do. I mean, like you know, like your you bad prom night. Like that's probably the worst prom night kind of you could ever like, kind of have. And he probably thought this is my worst night. But no, there is a worse night. Mm-hmm. Brent's having it right now. Yeah, and I thought maybe it's that, or was it just loose filmmaking? I feel that it was more to show. So we get a sense of Brent going through his trauma and how it changed him as a person. But then we we just think that Mia is this weird goth chick. It turns out that she's also the way she is because of what's happened to her. Her brother's gone missing. Yeah, everyone has a story of why they are how they are. Yeah. People aren't just, don't just choose. Oh, actually, no, there is a lot of kids who just choose to be broody goths, eh? Oh, that mean- have that wish something had happened to them. Yeah. I mean, all kids go through that weird broody goth phase yeah, and whatnot. But yeah. Even I did, I think. Yeah, I think we all I did. I even wanted dreadlocks at one stage mm, when Kurt Cobain was cool. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Even though Kurt Bain didn't have no, he didn't. No, I thought he did. He just uh, never washed his hair. Um, the film, the film was really well made. The filming was top notch. There were so many good shots, and the acting was stellar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think, she was nominated. Uh, uh, Robin McLevy, who plays Lola, she was nominated for one of Fangoria's uh, awards um, for like. She probably actress. didn't go on to do anything else because she clearly can act. She has done a few things, Nothing. but I don't think that she's being utilized the way she should. Like, I don't think she was because she was in. Um, she had a very small bit in like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I think that was 
maybe her trying to sort of get into the American film industry, but she just couldn't quite reach it because she's not an unattractive girl, but she's not got that, um, like, she's very cute. This is the best role for her. She doesn't have, well, um, that Australian Aussie girl like the Margot Robbie look. She's basic bitch. She is basic bitch. She's no, uh, what's that fucking tattooed Rose girl? (laughs) What's her name? Fucking Batwoman. Who got fired from Batwoman because she can't act? I can't remember her name. Doesn't Rose. Matter. Rose, someone. Yeah. Anyway, Ruby uh, Rose. Ruby Rose. Oh, He's dumb name. Um, so name. I just I wrote in my notes. Um, I just don't like gore, gore porn films. That's fair. Um, I hate these days how they have to keep upping the sadi- sadisticness of it to out out gore out the last one. Like you got to go. Like when does it stop? Like yeah. this film. Like if it got any, I don't want to see anything worse than this film. I don't mm-hmm. want to see people getting surviving holes in the head and fucking boils in the brain and stuff like that. I I need my horrors. I don't like horrors that are set in reality. I've always said yeah. I don't like Wolf Creek. I don't like Hostel. Yep. I don't like any of that stuff. Um, I need fantasy. I need the fantasy in, element to enjoy a film. I want my escapism. I want a monster. I want a ghost. Yep. You know, I want... You want a sense of I want, fantasy to it. So it's got... Not like fantasy fantasy, but it's yeah. got to be just a little bit like... Yeah, I realise that there seriously. are horrible people in the world in real life. I don't need to be reminded of it constantly. Yeah. No, I just want... I want my fun. I want my big old monsters. I want my my, my critters and my munchies and my gremlins. <laughs> Munch. That is fair. Look, I, I feel that this film can be very confronting and I do want to just say that if anyone we know is str- struggling... Uh, anyone you know or anyone or you yourself are struggling with depression to please reach out to someone. Um, but yeah, as far as like, I mean, Robin McLeavy's performance is fucking insane. And I like the fact that this is a film that switches the roles. So it's not a guy doing this to some poor woman. It is a girl and potentially her father doing this to people in a small town. So, you know, it, it is something that, Again, in a small town, very similar to Wolf Creek, it could be happening. Mm, could be happening. I did enjoy the Australianness of it. I mean, how many times do we have to make an Australian horror film which just involves psychopathic people? Yeah. I'm like, come on, mate. Well, it's because Australia is so vast and even a small t- country town could potentially have something like that happening in well, it. Well, they... Well, you know, we've got that bad rap that, you Snowtown. know, Dingo got my baby. Mm, mm. Oh, yeah, Snowtown. Martin, um, Martin Bryant. Yeah. Oh, hang on. He was a serial killer. He was just a killer. He was just crazy. Uh, I think that the cinematography is absolutely amazing. I mm. feel that for Sean uh, Burns' first film, uh, first screenplay, this is great. I think this is a very big step in a career. Um, like I say, he went on to do Devil's Candy, which was a really good film as well. Um, so everyone should check that out. And the soundtrack is amazing. And was... Except if you're Casey Chambers and you're like, Jesus Christ, are these my fans? Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you give this? I gave it my new rating of a C-, mm-hmm. which is the craft is stellar, but I hated the content. That is fair. Yeah, it is, it is hard to watch, uh, especially if you're not in the right frame of mind as well. So if you're having a bit of a rough day and then you have to watch this, <laughs> don't. Um, I gave this one a U for underrated. I feel that this mm. is a, even if you're looking at this film as a form of filmmaking, it's really good to see. Well, n- no one I talked to about had ever heard of this film, so it is definitely underrated because it was like really well made. It, it might, might have come out at a wrong time. Maybe there was another big horror film like similar that came out yeah. around the same time. Yeah. Um, it did really well in America, but also it didn't have a huge theatrical release here. It did South by Southwest and a few of the film festivals, but it never 
like I remember seeing it at the cinema, but it was like they the only screenings you had was at Palace Nova at like 10 a.m. No. On a Tuesday. So it didn't have that like it wasn't at your event cinemas. It wasn't just screening normally. It was like a small indie film kind of deal. Yeah. So, yeah. That was uh, The Loved Ones. I hope everyone checks it out because it's a good watch. It is. And next week, we're going to watch John Carpenter's The Thing. Ah, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Knew it was well, coming. Well, we needed it. You know, we had all those, like, funny ones and that. And then you can't get it. This one is, you know, it's mm-hmm. nowhere near this is set in reality. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted that. So watch The Thing, the original thing. Not the original, original, like, carrot. Carrot one. No, we're watching John Carpenter's The Thing. thing. Yeah, yes. from whatever year it was. Yep, 1980-something. I'm going to say two. I don't okay. know, actually. Anyway. So, guys, thank you. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and share with all your friends. Uh, you can act with, interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which will keep you up to date on upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are probably three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. And our opening and closing music is by Voidswell. Uh, sorry, is Voidswell by Sister Wife. And before we sign off, I do want to just say if you're heading to the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair this coming Monday, 26th of April, you can find both of us selling our wares. Mm. Dan at the Greenlight Comics booth and myself at Trailer Trash Review. Stop by and say hi. You should change Trailer Trash Review to Terrorvision. I could. And start selling stuff through there. Which trailer trash review for people who don't know is like you sell a whole bunch of horror merch. I and do stuff. very badly because I don't have a lot of time to invest into it. You got some good stuff coming out. I saw you had a Necronomicon replica. I have a Necronomicon from Evil replica. Dead Two. I have a Michael Myers replica mask. That's pretty good. You had another replica thing which I was like, Ooh, oh, you got a Hellraiser box. Yeah, puzzle I've got box. Lament configuration. Yeah. I've got two of those to sell. Because um, I forgot how expensive they were and I bought two. Well, maybe I should buy one off here because I want one. Could. Yeah. Um, yeah, puzzles. There's heaps of stuff. I've got heaps of stuff. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I'll be there with the green light store. So if you want to buy a comic, yeah, cool. Um, and remember, until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares. Be nightmares.